0: All right, we've got a great. Uh, I-, I wanted to call him the Grand Admiral. Wait, well, no, Grand Marshal of Propaganda. That's what I referred to you as last night. You did, last... you did. You're actually the Grand Admiral of Propaganda. Right,
1: right. Then there's some there's some history behind all my nicknames, anyway. So I
0: know you've given a few already. So this is a retired Sergeant Major from the United States Army, the United States Army Kenneth Ramos. At least twenty nine years. Did a lot of great things. We overlapped. It looks like in Iraq at one point. So I hope we you did. did. We did. That. First armor um, division,
1: probably. I think. And yeah. uh, and then operation. Uh, well, actually, the invasion too. So
0: yeah. So you did. Yeah, you were you were there doing a lot of good stuff. Uh, and then you went on to serve in Africa as well. Ultimately, finishing up at the John F. Kennedy Special Warfare Center and School with the Psychological Operations Commandant's office.
1: That's right. Yep.
0: Lots of words in that was, title. That's very like army. Like a projects guy, you know what I mean. So. <laughs> all right, so that's awesome. Did a lot of good things uh, before we get into him and why uh, he's here and all the good stuff he does. We're going to first talk about what will be fueling this discussion, and he will actually be imbibing in the exact same product tonight. A little Buffalo Trace. There's his. All right, yeah, his bottle is much more fuller than mine. So this is a <laughs> hey, this is a single barrel pick from uh, the Rockland Bottle Shop. So if you're in California and you're in Rockland. They may or may not have some more of these left, but a little bit different than your standard Buffalo trace, obviously single barrel Uh, Buffalo trace for the most part is a blend of a bunch of barrels, but usually between eight, 10 years old, this one is eight years and nine months. I think it was something like that. So not bad at all. Yeah, no, you can't do bad. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, the distillery itself has gotten so much hype and it's, it's well-deserved, but the aftermarket prices on their antique collection and some of their other stuff is just absolutely insane. But If you just want to spend 20 to 30 bucks on a good bottle of bourbon, you can't beat it. No, you can't. You can't. I mean, you can try.
1: Well, I mean, depending where you're at, too, because some of of it's taxes and and a little bit of markup, too, I guess, with all the supply chain issues we've
0: had. Yeah, well, there's that. But what's kind of the weirdest thing to me, and I still, uh, it's like probably one of my favorite things about the state of California, is that liquor, for the most part, really isn't that expensive and it's everywhere.
1: it isn't. Uh, the fir- I actually, to be honest with you, the further out west you go, the actual it's actually cheaper than it is out in the east. Yeah,
0: so a lot of out east, they have a lot of the uh, state-controlled stores and all that. Kind
1: ABC of stores and stuff like
0: that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember growing up in Florida with ABC stores, and I just thought it was where all the, the homeless and the drug addicts hung out at. Yeah. At least in front, they did. I don't know what it looks like now. It's been forever. <laughs> so they probably cleaned it up. So <laughs> now, it probably just looks like San Francisco. Probably. Yeah. 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 Anyway. All right. So, how'd you? Uh, how did you find yourself in the, uh, the the great United States Army once upon a time? What happened? Oh,
1: man. Well, um, we, could, we could go back further, 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 further uh, to, to the year 1987 or something like that. Okay. Um, I always grew up watching John Wayne movies and, you know, anything that had to do with World War II, anything that had to do with, uh, you know, uh, you know Clark Gable was one of them. It was kind of like... You know, bouncing off of freaking Lafayette Lee's freaking, you know, yeah. like, dude, how it, 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 you know, those, those type of old Jimmy Stewart films, anything that had to do with, the, you know, Audie Murphy, any of those old school Sansi Iwo Jima. And you know, I was always fascinated with the military and, and me being uh, an immigrant or the family of an immigrant. Uh, it was, it was kind of like one of those things to just like, kind of like serve. It was not like a calling, you know what I mean? It's, um,
0: it kind of got more me more like, did you, what did you feel was more like? you kind of owed it to your new country or maybe well, an obligation that you felt that
1: it, it was always service in my family. Yeah. Um, it was always, it was always there. It was right. always, dating all the way back. I mean, we can, we all the way back to the Mexican revolution. I've, I've had family members back that far. Um, and, and it was always one of those things that, you know, it was a calling to serve. It was, it's almost like you can't describe where it's coming from or you can't describe, like I guess you can't describe it. It's just a calling. And, um, so my dad being a Vietnam vet, oh okay, um, you know he was, yeah. uh, he was. As a matter of fact, the movie Platoon was based on some of the, some of the units that were in v- that my dad was in. Uh, some of the, a lot of history with the 25th ID and the, yeah. and the Infantry Division and stuff like that. So it was kind of like my dad was like seeing the the Vietnam side of the army. He was seeing right. the he was seeing the WTF side of the army. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was like, dude, this look. Um, you're not going to be a grunt. I'm gonna take that right now. You're, you're going to go into where you're, I mean, he wondered what was best for me. Yeah. He even said, Hey, don't, don't, um, maybe you should go in like in the guard or the reserve to kind of see what it's like to right. kind, of see, kind of like a, te- a test. And, um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't a good student, you know, I'll admit that right now. Uh, and, and it was one of those things to where, at the time there was only specific individuals that could come in to the military with what I had. Um, I mean, I graduated high school, but I didn't graduate normally. I mean, I, I'll admit it right now. And this is the first breaking news thing. You're probably, you're going to, you're going to hear on, there will be Berman right now. Um, <laughs> what
0: we do here. We break news. I you mean, guys
1: yeah, break news. Kind and, of a big deal. Yeah, And uh, I don't have a high school education, but I have a GED. Ah,
0: good enough. So, right. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, so, but at the time, you know, it, it was one of those things to where you know I had some family. I don't want to say family issues or family drama. It was more like you had to take care of the family. You had to do things. Yeah,
0: you had other things keeping you from going to school. It, normally. It, it, I see it all the time. So yeah. yeah. And okay. so,
1: it was, well, especially out west because yeah, yeah. I you know, in Caribbean, California.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, so with that, I, uh, you know, my dad's like, okay, well, here's here's what you're kind of looking at. And again, this is this is breaking news. Not nobody knows about this, but you. And then of course some of my some of my friends that you know joke around with me collecting you know degrees and diplomas like i collect wives so it's one of those things there There it is is. so (laughs) so (laughs) my dad said like hey you know this is something that you want to do and i'm like i really want to do it and he's like well test this out go in an in the aviation world and then you'll 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 see what happens and and uh, you know, of course, you know, the crew recru- recruiter was like, you're going to do this. You are gonna do that. And, and yeah, you'll fly around helicopters. Hey, maybe you'll be a, like a crew chief or something like that. I'm like, really? So I was like, can I really do that? And it was like 50, it was at the time 93 Papa. And it's, it's now 15 Papa. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, yeah, come on in. You could, you could do it. So I, I joined, I joined the guard, Cal guard. And then uh, did all my stuff. And then, you know, I, I mean, I mean, a childhood friend of mine, uh, we had grown up together. We were, we were the, we were the friends, that you saw on any 80s coming of age teenage movie where bros hang out and do bro things you know what i mean we're we're gonna fuck the fuck the man we're gonna go out and do this and <laughs> we're gonna ride motorcycles across the country and shit you know, just you know just dudes shit you know and um so he's like hey you know move out to arizona so we moved out to arizona and uh i worked at and and big farm at the time
2: mm.
1: and uh and so i i did that and then uh there was an, uh, an AGR position, uh, active guard, Ados orders to to participate in what was called the JC, the JC uh NTF, which was a Joint Counter Narcotics Task Force that supports jtf six out in Yuma. Okay, and I was like, you know, here's here's Private, you know, he's Private Ramos. Now, like, oh, what's this? What's this? And some friends are like, yeah, dude, said all these former, uh, you know, obviously out, out west, all these former, um, you know, not former, they were, they were. Combat instrument SF guys, uh, CAV scouts. Yes, I'll i even throw a shout out to CAV. Um, he
0: shouldn't, but, okay.
1: <laughs> but but they were the ones that got me into the into the spirit of of foot patrols. Yeah, uh, means to to set up a, like a you know one, you know because the guard has everybody in there. Mind you. Now we're talking about the nineties. We yeah. still had guys in the guard that were still Vietnam vets, I know. Yeah. and and for them they, this was like their big ura to do alert patrols. You know, out in out in the desert, out in the Yuma sector of the border patrol. I even got a little certificate for Operation White Dove back in the day. Nice. And um, it was it was the same border mission, kind of like what we have now. Well, not so fucked yeah. up, but it was a little bit more you know what I mean. It's a little bit more
2: purpose. It was, driven, it was, yeah,
1: it was purpose driven. You know, they they sent you, yeah, they sent you to a small <laughs> course. Uh once you got pulled into their realm, uh and, and you you made the the cut, I guess you'd say you had to do what was called a counter-drug, counter drug, counter counter drug ground task force of course, which is done at a Kirtland Air Force Base. And it was, you know, SF dudes, they're, they're, they're training. They're basically, it was almost like Robin Sage, but for us, you know what I mean? It was like, how do you get guys and, and, and there's guys, there's this was back before all these you know changes and policies of whose fights what or whatever is how do we get all these group of guys together that are come from different backgrounds and we teach them how to do blurps? how we teach them how to do any of those types of operations. So they set up this course at Kirtland Air Force Base. And it's basically, it was basically like if you if I were to look back now with a different type of lens, it, it would be like a SRT slash mini SWAT slash uh, Department of Energy, you know, a tech export escort thing that that I would never have thought I would ever do as an aviation guy. Mm-hmm. So I did a couple of missions with them, and I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. I want to do this. Matter of fact, if this is what active duty is all about, then uh, I'm, I'm in, I'm sold. Talk to my dad about it. And he's like, all right, well, you know, all right, that's what you want. That's what you want. Go ahead. Go for it. But you understand that when you're coming off these ADOS or you come off these orders, you're not coming You're not, you're going to come off to your MOS and the reserves and you can't change your MOS, right? Yep. You're not going to be like a mm-hmm. cav scout or infantry or SF rangers. They all have selections that they have to go to. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I go after duty. And so March 10th, 1993, I report to Fort Hood, Texas, ready to do the same soldier stuff that I did in that, in that mission. Nah, nah I'm <laughs> base operations, yeah. fucking plan ops. Uh, <laughs> it's like this, this is it. And they're like, Oh, you can't, uh, Oh, by the way, uh, you can't, re- you can't reclass if you want, you, you can go to Ranger school, but, but then you could like go to 160th green platoon, but you're, you're, you're done. You're, you're happy. Hi, you, you suck. You stuck. And I'm like, God damn. So so about 10 years go by and I was assigned to, you know, I mean, I wasn't assigned to bad units. I was assigned to, you know, I was assigned to Fort hood and uh, then PCS to uh, Germany. Uh, I was assigned to the 12th uh, at the time it was the 12th aviation brigade, not the 12th combat aviation brigade. And did that, did a bunch of little side things for them. I mean, you know, with the Balkans kicking off in 95, my unit also had what was called the Beirut air bridge, which was a unique mission for the state department that we would fly out of cyprus to the embassy in lebanon and it, it was it was one of those things to where it was almost like a sort of pseudo soft like maybe kind of event that i was kind of like okay well you know you can support that and all that that's 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 cool um and then uh, it was the balkans that kicked off it was task force hawk and Tirana, albania and the one my unit had some mechanical issues that needed somebody from central region which is what they called if you were stationed in Germany. you did stuff in Europe. They need somebody to go and uh, do a a singleton mission just to go fly. Hey, you need to be a pallet rider to take this big part for an air traffic control piece of equipment. I'm like, okay, well, where do I got to go? Well, here's a phone number. You know, back in the day, we didn't have cell phones or like this technology we have now. We just had to call them up and say, hey, call this number. It actually
0: worked back then because you just just had had, to do them. You just had to wait for an email. You just went and did stuff.
1: Exactly. And, and so my, my chain of commands, like, here you go, here's the part you have to sign for that. And I am on a property book. So here, this is not a sensitive item, but it is a sensitive item. This is air traffic equipment. So you got to go. All right, cool. And everyone's like, man, you know, this, this is when the shit that was going on in, in, uh, you know, Albania task force Hawk, the race to Pristina airport, you know, all that big stuff that was happening back in the day with operation ally, uh, just a bunch of, I was just like, God, this is the, the aviation side of my of my chain of command was you're, you're freaking nuts if you're going to go down there by yourself and yeah they had that it was still that because of after desert storm everyone had that you know that that kind of secured mentality where you're always going to be near to me this is the shit that i wanted to do this is one of those
0: that ah, man this is singleton i was gonna, I was gonna say so <clears throat> let me back up real quick so we, Because you brought up Desert Storm. So I guess being in the reserves, did you have like there was no possibility that you guys were going to take part in that?
1: Uh, For Desert Storm, actually, we were alerted at the time that it was kicking off. And it was uh, it was by the time it was our road, our our reserve units chance yeah. to go it was already it was literally yeah, done. It was, yeah it was, that's awful that's it, it it was it was, was kind of like uh and i'm i'm glad you brought that out i was telling my dad i was all butthurt about him yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: well yeah you should be yeah. everyone yeah. would be i think at that point once once you've been in long enough and you see your buddies or you see something going on and you get a right. chance to to actually perform your wartime mission and you don't get a chance to do it yeah of course you should yeah, You've yeah, been left it, out Every soldier should feel that way. That's the thing. This should should yeah.
1: <laughs> the key fucking words should. Yeah. <laughs> um So so I um so I I did uh you know I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that that I I I remember me and a couple a couple other uh uh, uh flight specialists were like man we we want to go desert storm blah blah, blah and. And they're like, "You're gonna go. We're going as a unit, so you're you don't don't worry about it. We're gonna go." And then literally after the ground war and it was like not even a hundred hours, and it was like all these units were getting called off, and and they were like, "Okay, now we're going to NTC or some shit like that." <laughs> and so so it was yeah, so it was it wasn't too bad. So so going back to the to the to the to the to the part.
0: Yeah, my,
1: my, my friends always call it. You were on that part mission, and so I had to go to Task Force. I had to go find this air traffic control unit. That was moving forward from Tirana, uh, Albania, to Camp Bonsteel through by through freaking uh, camp. What was the other one? Camp Able Sentry in Scope J, Macedonia. Mm. And
0: I had an exercise. Did you just go on their Twitter account and see where they were that way? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> hit me in the DM, Scope J.
0: Dobrodon, what the hell is this
1: Don shit? And I, you know, um, my former spouse was a uh, was a Serbo-Croatian linguist. Which and one of so, this? Uh, I think it was like, oh, this is the first one.
0: Oh, um,
1: okay. Hang on, I got it. Yeah. Anyways, so it was, yeah, so she was a Serbo-Croatian, and so of course, in my house, I'm a multilingual person. Anyways, I didn't speak English I was like about twelve or so, and so English, German, Polish, Serbo-Croatian, Russian, Moldovan, Romanian was spoken in my house a lot. Of uh, uh, you know, oh. she was a linguist. Yeah. So I paid attention to to some of her modules and stuff like that from her DLI stuff, and and I I. I picked up a little sober creation. I, 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 you know, paid attention to it, and here, here I go. I'm about to fly this part off. I land in, I land in um, in uh, Toronto Airfield, and everyone's like, "Who this? Who's this guy? Who the hell is this?" <laughs> I'm here to just imagine, just somebody. Imagine I I don't know if you want to call it the war zone, but at the time, you know that that was that was kind of kicking off. You know, we were yeah. stuff going on, and uh, and not not really big as we had in OIF or Afghanistan, but and then. um, they just imagine just seeing some freaking buck sergeant show up. Hey, I'm here to deliver a part. And do you know where so and so is at? And everyone's like looking at you like, how did you first? How how'd you get here? Three yeah. unit <laughs> you're assigned to. So I had I had to have like a little uh, laminated card with me, almost like a little script. to say, hey, contact this guy, contact this guy, contact this guy. And like I said, it was it was it was almost it was almost to me. I felt like I was like on a you
0: know, I was on a secret mission.
1: I was out to do, uh, you know,
0: kind of go out there. It's kind of like Wild Wild West shit, though, right? When you think about yeah, it. Because, I mean, it, that does tie into the, the the initial, the invasion into Iraq in you know, 03, and you know, all, like, just to build up.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, yeah, exactly. My, like and so, nothing was known. You just were fucking exactly. making it up. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Here you go. Here's some old school Vietnam body armor and, you know, make sure you're good to go.
0: Yeah, you think it's it, the greatest it, thing in the world. You don't know yeah. it can't really stop anything, but it no, just exactly. looks cool, feels and cool. Yeah, and nobody stopped me either. They were like, okay, That's well, it, they were, like, so yeah, they.
1: He looks like a soldier, must be. Yeah, gotta go. So, go do this and go do that. I'm like, okay, cool. So, I get to, so long so so to, to kind of, you know, to condense that story, because there's a lot more details in between those that are freaking hilarious. Like f- discovering the unit that I was assigned to at Fort Hood, being there at Camp Bond steel. And then they wrecked, they were, some of them remembered me from being at Fort Hood. And so, <laughs> i was like what What uh what are you doing here exactly exactly dude you pcs to germany why are you here you can't come with us you know um why are you here ramos dude you're always into shit um so i delivered the part and then i get the part and then as i'm coming back i had to take a helicopter ride but i had to i remember flying the helicopter ride from able sentry to or i'm sorry from bond steel to able sentry so i can so i can fly out on a c-130 back to Ramstein and then get and then get picked up in Frankfurt because where I was at, I was I was stationed in Wiesbaden Army Airfield. Hmm. So flying back in Black Hawk, seeing some dudes there and seeing some, you know, seeing some scruffy looking guys and seeing some different uniforms that I've never I've never seen before. What is this? What what kind of beard? what unit or did you just like not shave? And mind you now, I'm big army man. So I'm 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 big Sarge. So I'm like, why is this freaking guy? It looks like he's got a freaking got a beard but is he in the army he's got army equipment he's got a rifle this guy can't be in the army you just got kind of... and then my mind you know of course because i have that mind maybe cia you know i'm just like thinking <laughs> maybe there's stuff going on well it turns out I, it was part of a b team and an oda and a psyop team that was going to go do some psyop stuff uh, or mm-hmm. sf stuff. i don't know i never got the deets in in the balkans in the mountains and I was like, oh, this, what is this? And then I'm like, I'm like pointing down the guy's like, oh, it's a, it's a loudspeaker. I'm like, bullshit, it's not a loudspeaker. They don't make loudspeakers in backpacks like that. And I know you can totally tell I'm totally not tactical. You know I'm saying? Yeah. That's a backpack, these scruffy looking guys. You know, I don't even, I'm like, a, I'm like the, the innocence right there of, of, of the army when it comes to that. And they're like, uh, no, that does that, no shit. And so he unzips the bottom of this backpack or this assault pack, and it's no shit. There's two cones of a loudspeaker, like apocalypse now shit. I'm thinking, I'm a My mind is, dude. My mind is. I was like that GIF, you know, no way. <laughs> and then the SF guy goes, "What do you want to hear? Do you want to hear some music?" I'm like, "Yeah." And the crew chief's like, "Yeah, let's hear some music." And so the next thing you know, I uh, friggin' the, they they popped in. They had a the little player like that, and you know, uh, and next thing you know, we were playing, uh, you know, in the in the canyons, in the in the hills, in the mountains before we got to uh, Able Century, Seek and Destroy from Metallica.
0: There you go. And yeah, so, great song. Yeah, exactly. Kind of fitting, I suppose, for maybe what you guys were doing well i'm well i was <laughs> <delivered a> part. <laughs> just delivered a part i'm just delivering a part i'm not really doing any of the seeking or the destroying yeah, exactly. right now at least well,
1: good. yeah <laughs> so so the guy i was like that is so fucking cool and then the sf guy is like and he was part of the special operations <laughs> control element out of fifth core and he's like here's my card if you want to do something cool you want to do something different and you want to do sf <laughs> psyop see you want to do whatever here use this card and 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 call that number and call me up when we get one, you know, when you get back. And then uh this is like
0: the squid game card.
1: Yeah, right, right. it, it was yeah, exactly. It's almost like the squid game card. <laughs> and he's like, call back and then and then you know, give me call in a couple of weeks and we'll set this thing up for you to go to uh to psyop if you want or you know to go to soft. And I'm
2: like, Fuck, yeah, dude,
1: I'm <coughs> excited and shit. And so sure as shit, I got back and uh I, t- I was telling my 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 NCOIC because I was in the S3 this time. And uh, he was like, his mind was, he was just, he was just laughing. He's like, no way, dude, you really did. Do you really do that? I'm like, yeah, man. And then like a couple of weeks later, there was like a couple of sit reps that said, you know, a lone buck sergeant was walking around trying to deliver a part. Did he ever make it to his destination? You know, you know, they were kind of wondering, it was almost like you have legends of uh, of a ghost or something like that. There was this lone soldier
0: with a part <laughs> like looking that, to deliver. Like air- that that patch on your wall behind you. That's you. Yeah, yeah the exactly. Exactly. The ghost. Gotta get into. Yeah, yeah.
1: So so then um so then I put in a packet. Uh to, back in the day you had to do phone call packets and stuff like that. And then of course I had to get like they are not not really a waiver, but I, I was I guess you could say I was getting shit, but they're like, can't you know they're actually they don't there's no first names in big army. They're like Sergeant Ramos, you realize that you know you're gonna be 30 years old when you graduate jumps, you know, jump school because you gotta be everyone qualified you gotta go through all these physicals and blah blah and then the training itself and blah blah I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, I don't know so got it approved and there i was on my 30th birthday uh taking my first jump on uh i was ground or just jump week of airborne school nice well happy yeah, birthday yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly so um as so i did that and then uh you know and then after that i um you know went to the side course and then uh and then after that, it was like 9-11 hit like
0: that year because it was in 2001. And- oh, okay, there we go. Now it gets real.
1: Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit. And, and the unit that I was assigned, that I was going to be assigned to, was already coming back from Kosovo and I had already done the combat jump with um the Ranger Regiment and Objective Rhino. And so Ooh. these these weren't, you know, these um, you know when you think PSYOP, everyone's like, who's the look Intel? Nah, these guys... It's just like special forces. It's, it's just like CA. It's just like PSYOP. I'm not trying to say they're all the same, but it's just like it's hard to describe the roles of what they do. And then you think, well, then that's Intel. No, that's not Intel. Or, you know, then that's like the sfab No, that's not like the sfab more getting,
0: specialized. right? Yeah, yeah. It's more yeah. like, yeah.
1: Or maybe you're like combat engineers. No, that's not how it works. So when, when I say... <clears throat> Like special forces, like CA, like psyop. I'm not. I'm not like that fucking meme that everyone. I'm still trying to find out who said that. This looks almost like special forces. <laughs> Want to know who was the originator of the meme? Because I have heard never heard a psyop guy, a SA, uh, a SF guy, uh, SAS guy, too. Uh, a, a CA guy ever say or gal no, say that ever that ever ever say that. Um, it's kind of hard to pin it down to what to what they the, each role does. Um. So uh, you know, they came back from Afghanistan. And then uh, and then the word came out, hey, you're going to be doing some train-up with uh, 10th Special Forces Group, and you're going to be part of the uh, Task Force Viking out of just sort of north to, uh, to invade Iraq um, through the north. Well, you know, some other stuff. too. <laughs> oh,
0: so you, came, you, so you came from Jordan? Come down that way?
1: Mm, No, we went from, uh, we did, we did Operation Ugly Baby, which was a uh, infiltration, the largest, the largest aerial infiltration. So all you 10th group guys, I want to give you all a shout out to, especially Second Battalion. That was, I'm sorry, that was, that was was a battalion that I was assigned to, me and my team was assigned to. Um, Operation Ugly Baby was the longest uh, aerial infiltration uh, in history.
0: Was that the actual name?
1: Yeah, it was Operation Ugly Baby. Yeah.
0: Oh my God, that's so offensive today. That would. That's definitely getting oh, yeah, get yeah, relieved. Yeah, there's there's a lot of names, a lot <laughs> of names
1: right now, brother. That would
0: you couldn't see. That wasn't that long ago. That's yeah, so it good. Ah, oh, I miss so those. Operation,
1: days. Uh, so Operation Ugly Baby was an infiltration of special operations forces into northern
0: Iraq. Or is this? Let me see. Is this on Wikipedia? Let me look yeah, this. Yeah,
1: yeah. Go ahead and look it up.
0: All right. So, operation. So, no, keep going. Please don't don't wait for so, me. Yeah. So the so the,
1: <laughs> so so we we conducted Operation
0: Ugly Baby and, and and from we launched from. uh uh Oh, you're right. Task Force Viking. Look at that. He's not making this shit up, folks. That's real. <laughs> oh, no, Task Force Viking. Operation yeah, Ugly it's Baby. hard for
1: me to talk about this because uh, you know, even
0: the guys like Red, he's
1: like, you should yeah. talk about this shit, man. You should talk. I, I feel. I
0: don't know i'm uh, gonna i'm gonna go put this in the chat right now and tell them that hey you're talking about ugly. <laughs> 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 exactly um dude it,
1: it 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 was an experience flying in and, and, and jinking and jiving and what you come uh, in on uh, uh it was an mc-130 uh combat talon uh it was ah. the Special operations air force AFSOC one. and uh, did you guys yeah. jump or no you didn't no, jump no, there no no, no. Yeah, i was gonna say there was actually, there was actually some contingencies. I don't think I can talk about that anymore. I don't know, 20 years, about
0: 20 years, yeah. Off. You know, there were the <laughs> working audience, yeah.
1: There, there were, there were, <laughs> so, yeah,
0: <exactly.
1: laughs> yeah. hang on, look around. This, you know, I have my, my door busted down behind me, on,
0: I don't, yeah. I mean, there's like, there's Joe Rogan and then there's me, so somewhere in between, right, in terms of ears, you know. So, yeah, careful what you me. say, yeah, you don't me. want to be heard. Yeah, but Lafayette Lee yeah. was on here, bro. Come on, man. He was twenty-four thousand strong. Yeah, let me, let
1: me. Yeah, let me. I I will get a comment about him later. Um, so um, so there was a contingency to possibly jump into into northern Iraq. There was a, there was several courses of action that we had trained up for with 10th Special Forces Group as Alpha as as Ninth Psyop Battalion. Uh, out of Fort Bragg and it was it was there were we we trained with them jump shoot train I mean all the train ups we did with them and they and they were selected they're like okay yep we want this team to go with us and we don't want this team to go with us or we can move new so it was it yeah. was almost like a, they wanted to make sure that some of the stuff that we were doing long range uh, you know long range patrol not you know long range ingress I guess you would say
0: yeah
1: being in the mountains of Near, you know near in near pike's peak and and humping rucks and and all yeah. that it, it's oh, especially with that altitude yeah smoke your bags man you think you're in
0: shape you think you're no, there's nothing fraction. nothing can prepare you for elevation in the mountains
1: no no and and, it, and it's being cold too because it was yeah. about it was about this time of year old you know last year yeah yeah yeah. yeah. It, was, it was uh it was pretty cold so did that um we did we did there was there were several engagements uh, that we were involved in, um, uh, there was the Battle of siphony and there was the move, the push down to Mosul. Um, that was part of a, a psyop mission that we did, and and then
0: there was. Uh... So, well, hold on. So, how did you guys actually insert? Then did you? So we were flying airfield on the baby. You or... right? we were flying yeah.
1: on on ugly baby. We we're flying on this MC-130 Combat Talon, and we're flying low, and it lands at uh, the airfield in Erbil. And oh, okay. Mind you, yeah. now, still mind. we're still there. Yeah, we're still there. Yeah. So like, oh, you need to go to Rebill. You, you don't know what life is like, you know. I, I let I the kids talk their shit. You know what I mean? I'm I'm in my fifties, man. I don't. I'm like, yeah, okay, kid. You know, whatever. Oh, you don't know what it's like, man. Fucking boomer. And I'm like, okay, whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Oh, you don't I, hold on I, real quick. So, for those who don't know, Erbil is still going on. It's it's in Iraq, right? It's it's Kurdistan. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, it's where officers specifically and senior ncos who somehow lack a overseas service insignia or combat patch they get a flight from kuwait they go hang out for the 72 hours and then they come back and put a patch on that's what it is all right for the civilians who don't understand this is a big deal in the military right it it used to mean something like the good kenneth ramos here is talking about it doesn't really mean shit anymore
2: yeah yeah, it It really doesn't because
0: it's been it's like everything else it's been gamed Oh, this system's been gamed. There's a loophole oh, for everything. Dude, don't get me started. Uh, oh, I, I'm I, going to get you started, but just yeah. not yet. It's we're only yeah. really thirty minutes in. Like really so. Anyway, minutes. all right, let's back up. That's her so, bill. So you, you guys inserted interview. Okay, so your interview. So now,
1: imagine you, bill. I mean, it, it was through the greens. I mean, everyone's like, oh, and of course you're going to have those guys. The guys now they're going to be like, it wasn't that bad. Whatever, fuck <laughs> you know. You know, it, it, the guy. You know, talking to a guy who's got a cab. You know, for fucking for nothing. And I look at my awards and my cab, and I'm like, yeah, but I was with the SF dudes, and they and they don't put cabs in unless they fucking mean it.
0: You know what I mean? They they,
1: they
0: special well, for I mean, when you and I went though, and when we got them, they were backdated. Well, right, because didn't but, come out to 2005. So I mean, that's correct. what mine was for. So correct. same thing. But I, yeah, now yeah. I mean, no, it's but, a, but, another but, thing. It's but
1: just, you look at it though, is that yeah. a lot of these units that you get a cat, like, I'm proud to have been awarded the cab and, my, right. you know, and all my awards that I got from 10th SF group, because SF, a special forces unit will not put anybody in for an award. Unless no blanket
0: awards. No you. blanket awards. is like okay, legit yeah. fucking
1: clout. It, it, it is like straight up. You did this. I saw Ken do this. I saw his team do that. And then I saw yeah. his other soldiers yeah. do this. And then I saw him do this. And then he did that. Yeah. And then he was supporting us with this SF yeah. guys just don't do blank that blanket shit like that, man. Yeah. It,
0: I have no idea. I honestly don't know. Cause we've never submitted them since then in any unit I've been in. But I remember when we submitted ours and they were backdated. I mean, this was a few years after the award was approved. Like we had to get actual witness statements. We had to get actual grid coordinates, it, actual it, incident reports, all that stuff. I don't you know it, if that still goes on. No,
1: actually it actually does because that's how I was a word of mine.
0: It, it was a, no, I mean, yeah, but well, that's was, how we, but I'm saying like now, it, Oh, yeah, yeah. the Blanket stuff. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I feel bad because I feel like you there's a general or there's a, there's an era that where, you know, the, the awards were legitimate. And then we've seen kind of the devolution of the seriousness in them. And oh, yeah. like I, I talk about it all the time. My grandfather, you know, he was a Korean War vet. Uh, rest, his, rest, his, rest his soul now. But I mean, he was awarded a Bronze Star with Valor. And it really bothers me to see people who just hang out behind a fucking computer at a talk for nine months and they get put in for bronze stars. Now, I may not have the V device, but what's the fucking civilian know that civilians don't know that they just see, oh, this guy's got a bronze star must be something like actually, no, that means he submitted the fucking reports on time it being it being and rank was yeah, above e6
1: was about, I was
0: about to say, <laughs> and then the army puts out a regulation
1: there will be an awards board and this will not be based base on rank bullshit
0: whatever man i still remember so i just got to tell this real quick and then i want you to pick back up but and i've said this on here before but for those who haven't heard it the dco who was the the cg technically at the time on my deployment to afghanistan when he came in <clears throat> When it was time to start preparing awards, because you know, on a nine-month deployment, you got to start having your awards in after four months, right? Because we, because I mean, that's when that's when everything charge, happens. The first four start, months, right? right
1: big star, big stars rules apply, man. When it comes <laughs> to combat,
2: don't you know that?
0: <laughs> I remember him coming in and saying very specifically, forty percent of you are getting bronze stars, sixty percent of you are getting RCOMs, comms, and COICs figure out who's getting what. And that was a one-star general that came in and specifically yeah, it, said that.
1: You know that that kind of shit right there already sets the mood for what you're freaking for for what you're gonna fucking.
0: It's the, like, why you put it in? Yeah. Do you, why you say that shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. At that
1: point, you, you know a soldier nowadays, I guarantee it. You know, and there's another thing too. You look at some of the Medal water Honor recipients, and you see what the shit they went through when it comes to some of their awards, or you look at some of their, you know, my, and you were talking about dad. My dad was a you know was a Vietnam veteran. uh Was wounded in uh, had a Purple Heart, and he he received a combat infantryman's medal. He got fucking he was engaging the NVA. He was going against the VC too. I mean, he was he was he got shot. He got hit up. You know, he bam smoked. Means live obviously, but he's he was he was pretty wounded, and and now uh, Purple Heart. Oh, you know what I mean? And and for for a flick a a flick. Technically, can you say that an individual can get a
0: purple heart like that?
1: Yeah, technically. Yes, technically. What kind of a person would you be there to push it?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, Well, we have a lot of people that unfortunately, right. push it. but that's right. it's it's no fault of their own. I, I tie it back to even the, we go back to 03 when we were leaving in 04 and we were getting PCS yeah. awards right after whatever the extension number it was. But I just remember, I a, I didn't really care. 2004, an e4 whatever i just remember th- hearing some of the awards that were coming out and it seemed very rank driven even then like even in 2004 like oh you get a bronze star once again if you were an e7 or above and you know nobody got hurt for example or
1: well, well you know i'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> i came and i now mind you i i so i did operation during freedom the the invasion with Tenta yeah group and it was time for us to go back. And my unit was going to go back. And because of how I did and my team did, because uh, I was a, I was a team leader for a PSYOP team, I was to stay to do other stuff in the Western mm. Desert. That, that I know I can't <laughs> talk about because there was some stuff that had to go on the additional mission support that 10th SF group had us provide and, and conduct. And um, so we did it. It was fun. I, I was like, this, this is the shit that I wanted to do. You know what I mean? This is, this is what I'm talking yeah. about, you know, a bla- blurring a loudspeaker at a village to get a bad guy to come out. And then we keep his ass up all freaking night. And I, I remember one of the, one of the events,
0: it was, a, it was, was one. it Britney Spears you guys were playing? Was that the? who? Well, well, well,
1: yeah, Britney dude. Oh my God, Antonio if that was
0: me, I'd be like, Oh, I love this song. Play it again. Britney no. Spears, <laughs> <laughs> Britney Spears, believe it or not, came more from the Iraqis and the Korea. Oh, right, yeah, oh, as
1: opposed okay, to, you know, Mr. 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 Antonio, because I couldn't say my name, Ken. I don't know why. So I just, <laughs> call me, just call me Antonio. That's my middle name, Antonio Antonio. Yes, yes, Mr. Britney Spears. What about her? She's so nice. Yeah play more.
0: I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> you're, uh, that's awesome. You're fit, you're, aren't you
1: supposed to be like pulling security on the perimeter while we go and do some stuff? <laughs> so There was there was some PSYOP faux pas that I've done too. I'm not perfect either. Uh, it, I was, I meant to play. And we are doing, and I will say on this extended mission that I was on, I got to, we had, we were just like, Hey, we got to keep this guy up. We're looking for so-and-so and we got to look for so-and-so. And I'm like, okay, cool. So uh, the ODA commander's like, okay, make sure this, 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 make sure that, so then he comes over the mic, he comes over the mic, uh, blank, blank, you know, my call sign, nah, nah. begin, sorry, up. And I'm like, that's, that was their thing, begin, sorry, <laughs> So, so me, me and my team were like, <laughs> we're all laughing. And um, I told my, my speaker specialist, my our speaker monkey, call him speaker bitch, you know, whatever. It's just, it's sorry, that's just the name you're, you're hearing. You're hearing real names. He said, this is, we're not bullshitting around. I go hey, and hey, let me get that. He's like, "No, I'm speaker bitch. I'm going to do this." No, no, it's okay. You you've been up all night. Let me play one. And he's like, "All right, don't fuck it up. It's already ready to go." Well, me grabbing the ugh, grabbing the brick ass iPod. I got this whatever. And I play um the begin we I play the yeah, the introduction speech of the Borg. We are the Borg. Lower your shields and surrender your ships. And then I hear on the mic, what the fuck is that? And then, <laughs> and then and then as and then the thing was is that if you know, if you know Star Trek, the Borg says we will add your technological and biological distinctiveness to our own your culture will learn to service us and man that all you hear all these guys going oh my god they're playing the board This sf dudes are just giggling their asses off and I'm they're all to- fucking nerds yeah, well yeah they're they sf yeah they are nerds and
0: they that's what you the- understand sf dudes are really smart athletic nerds that's what yeah, they exactly. are with guns It's <laughs> so it's so, here i'm sitting
1: there if, if you could point a line on me i'm blushing like crazy i'm embarrassed as shit my joes are laughing at me because i played you know the we are the borg <laughs> Your culture will learn to service us and then <clears> the <throat> oda commander all seriousness <clears throat> and sorry, up uh inside up <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone you can hear everybody kind of like in the distance laughing and giggling and that was just one you know so anyways so I get, Hey, you're done. Your mission, your, your mission's complete. You're up, you're relieved of tasking. You got to go back to Fort Bragg. All right, cool. So I go back to Fort Bragg and, and then at the time, the unit, okay, we got, we got, we're, we're going to reset and we got to go back and you know, we have to go and um, you know, we're, we're going to support uh, the mission of Fallujah. Then I came down on orders for Germany to the first army division to, to PCS the following year.
0: And that's where and, the fun starts
1: and, and yeah in 2004 yep so holy crap so i get to i get to first armor division you know after i pcs and all that and say my goodbyes and this is now my second tour in iraq
0: did you join did you link up with them already there yeah yeah they were already, they were already there
1: and um but so this was their first time there so they
0: yeah. they weren't really in the invasion part
1: of it i mean they were, sort of kind of was no and, they uh, created a garrison yeah 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 pretty yeah they, they, <laughs> they were, yeah no i'm serious they were i was kind of like, all the fun That's what they Did yeah i was kind of like i will say there were some missions that first armored division did that were great they were pretty good uh general dempsey at the time uh, was there because general yeah. sanchez had left and then yeah. went. Uh, and, i, and, I, I we used to the
0: shitter that was one of the yeah, spots yeah. on d main guard was yeah, exactly uh, exactly General Dempsey shitter yeah yeah, and
1: <laughs> so uh <laughs> so so doing that time there I, I get i get to central region i get to germany and uh there's a there's some rear d guys there and they're like, uh, Hey, uh, SF, huh? No, what's your MOS? I got ah, 37 Fox. I'm like, what is that? Fueler? I'm like, no, that's- <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's they're like, the Oh, so you work in the S2. I'm like, no, I don't work in the S2 <laughs> shit out of my face. And, um,
0: The S2 is Intel for the intelligence for those. Yeah. I-, I try to try and decipher a lot. Cause there, I do. Oh, I'm I sorry. Am cognizant of the fact that I bring a lot of guys from the army on and all right, we we can understand this stuff, but I try to break it down for people who have no idea what the fuck we're talking about.
1: Correct. So. Intel obviously
0: correction, yeah, so, yeah. So there we go. Anyway, so nice. Mike, which yeah, means yeah. a continue mission, which means to go on. This means continue. I mean, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so I was like, uh yeah, whatever. And so my my boss down there, uh, uh she was like, Where's my fucking sign up NCO? I need to fucking show up now, blah blah blah. And and they were expecting a, you know, because, because you know, this, this division psyop division SIOP sergeant missions or assignments were new. So they weren't like they are now. They're, they're sar major positions now, but, you know, they were like, eh, we'll make them a SAR first class or something like that. Well, I was a staff sergeant when I showed up. So uh, they're like, oh, I, can't, I can't wait to have my NCO here, blah, blah, blah. And then I show up and then she's like, you're a staff sergeant. <laughs> you're in. Yes, I am. Yes, <laughs> yes ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and then she's like okay cool and she then she you know she sat down and got a little experience that, and give me a, i give her an experience pitch and all that cypress always got to give you the elevator speech no matter what even a fucking even if you don't ask for it cyper will fucking tell you i don't want to say we're worse like west pointers or fucking pilots but i will say that you know because nobody understands what psyopers do they they get that you you got to pitch the fucking what psyopers do and so um especially in a tactical environment even more so in the regional environment and then even more strategic uh a strategic environment And so I'm there, and the next you know we're showing up, and and then that's when a we got we got notified that the mission is going to be extended. Uh, General Hurtling, who was the DCG
0: uh, for support, I remember remember him. Yeah. And and then pitched mail and cried. Yep.
1: yep. And then uh, General Scaparotti. Scaparotti. I remember
0: that name. What
1: what what did he do?
0: He was the, he, he was, uh, he was the ADC. Dempsey's? No, 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 that's right. He's 82nd, right?
1: No, no. Because remember now, remember now the, the, the division had the assistant division commander for support and a, uh, assistant division commander for uh, maneuver. Uh, so ADCS and ADCM. Hurtling was ADCS. Yeah. Jeff Roddy was ADCM.
0: Got and, it. Okay.
1: And so um, got extended. And of course, during that time, that that's when all of a sudden the body militia picked up their stuff. And that's <laughs> everything was... Yep. Freaking nuts. That's and such, there was, that, yeah, that, there was, that there. was a
0: fun time. Yeah.
1: Rocketing, you know, the D main got rocketed a few
0: times. So, so how so- do you, we're, real quick, so how do you feel about that guy as the actual, what's he, the president or is he the prime minister right now? Am I right? It's
2: like, he fucking, is he
0: there. Are they doing, th- are they doing shit? I mean, are they prime minister? uh Al Sadr, that guy. Oh, sure Maktad. That motherfucker. Oh. That's the fucking guy that just re- almost ruined my redeployment. That guy. I'm gonna tell you what. Like that dude's in charge of the fucking country right now, and he was like our biggest enemy in 2004. Yeah. Let me let me let me tell you let me tell
1: you about Muktuk. And here's the <laughs> side of the house. We call him Muktuk. Of course, we had some IO guys and, and PAO guys say so you can't say that because that's whatever. Of course, you know, Operation Iraqi Freedom really. Really, really tried to be a, a political correct type of naming convention for our adversaries. Um, like you couldn't fucking say if you said fucking Haji and anything, people are like oh, clutching pearls and oh dear lord, you know, I those me like well, I said no you know, and all this. Stuff. <laughs> So, you couldn't <laughs> say that in any fucking psyop stuff. You couldn't. You couldn't. See, I came from. Like I said, I came from night side battalion. I just finished supporting ten special forces group. They my my mission at the time when I was in night battalion was we were to agitate the enemy to get mm. them to fucking fight us. That was the we were the bullet magnets. We were play our loudspeakers, and, and
0: so real quick is that. Give a thirty seconds on what psychological operations is because you said the elevator speech. Give a shorter version. Yeah, short
1: version is basically uh, we're influencing foreign uh, target audiences uh, through their vulnerabilities and their susceptibilities uh, through um, our target audience analysis. So that way, for instance, uh, we know if you if you're hungry and we know we can we we could use that vulnerability uh, to Mm. to get something to eat. We could direct you to influence your behavior. Uh, you know, persuade and change and influence your behavior. That's our, that's the PSYOP motto. Uh, decisive influence. I'm drinking out of my
0: eighth Sciop. Exactly. Motto. There we go. Um, decisive <laughs> influence.
1: So I came from a decisive influence standpoint
0: right. to now. Now you know what that is at home. Hopefully. Oh,
1: let's uh, let's not call him Haji. Let's not call him Tuck, and let's not call him this.
0: So when did that happen?
1: As soon as Where what? Is, as, soon I mean, as soon as 9/11 happened. As soon as 9/11 happened. As soon as 9/11 it, happened. Yeah, because we went to this then you know enemy is not and of course the enemy is not islam everybody knows that everybody knows but there are some individuals that take advantage and and will hijack something to make right. it look like
0: it is you know and it's it's uh, i don't and like why do we worry about that though? do you think that was because we just we we had kind of trans transcended into this like 24-hour news media cycle inter, like man, everything's on tv you can't really think
1: about this imagine if operation iraqi freedom would have kicked off on facebook imagine I know, if that's if, what
0: I, but, but, I mean
1: and it did you gotta remember facebook didn't come out till later so it, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, it was, was a it, we were forwarding. always we were always briefing we always had briefers we had embeds that were with us so if they saw a side guy saying fucking hudgy and Fuckin my tug, and blah, 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 blah,
0: of course that would get reported up but that would be real like that's my point like that would be right. like here's what I, like here's what my thing and i say this all the time i love it like imagine if dana white literally was the fucking president or just someone who was like that, you know. what I mean, if we're going back to the invasion for an example, and you know, our spokesman was say it was Dana White. That's what Dana White would say. He'd be like, "Hey, you know what? We had a shitty fucking day, or we had a great fucking day. We killed a lot right. of fucking hajis." But right, right, right?
1: Or, or, or Joe Rogan. This I mean, just, well, I can't wait to talk about Joe
0: Rogan later, but yeah, but but right. I, I I'm just trying to pinpoint where because I don't know, like at, at that point in time. Look, that was. 22 23 years old, like I'm just an idiot. I was only focused on myself. I was old, and, I was already in my 30s, dude. Yeah, I mean, so I was focused <laughs> on like me and uh, am I gonna have power in the generator to pluck around with my PlayStation and hope it didn't break, you know, right, right. Because of the dust that night? You know, and oh,
1: by the way, you had to do uh, you had to go make sure that the the, the IPs were good and and then also, yeah,
0: you know, like I lived a very very insulated bubble. I was definitely in the mindset of this, all I worry about is this, but you're at a you were at a higher level, you started operating at a higher level, but I'm just trying to figure i wish there was someone who could explain to me where it all went to this as you decide or said this political correct way of conducting a fucking war
1: well i will i will say that um when when muktuk M- M- was heating up and, and that this guy th- this this stuff was was Muktada al sadr was and, and uh what was in can be this can be talked about now either we're talking about the decision to kill him or not kill him yeah um, there were actual products made to say that Mucktuck is dead. Mucktuck is going to get fucked
0: up. Uh, and that or dude Muck, is only forty-seven well, years old. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. How, how he? he it, so how, he was in his, He was probably twenty-seven then.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Like I a, give
0: this motherfucker a lot of credit for surviving. Number one, yeah. like he's still alive.
1: Right. Right.
0: And and, and how? And now he's the. And goddamn, how all the factions. He's the fucking president.
1: Think think about all, how all the factions, though, how all of them worked
0: out. I Honestly, I'm more impressed with him at this – just reading that now. I honestly thought he was probably in his late 50s, early 60s. That dude, for him to be alive – you know what? I'm going to go back and do a case study on this dude. It's fucking inc- – <laughs> it's insane to me. But anyway, please continue. Right.
1: So – so so Muktuk, we you know we did have at the time those those different types of science products ready to to lay into. Well,
0: I understand that though, right? Because you're planning for both. You know, want to be left unprepared? Yeah. I got that. That's nothing yeah. wrong with that, right? But um,
1: uh, but he was also shitty as fuck when he would tell the Mahdi militia to fire at our M1 tanks or our brass yes. from mosques. And said, "Fucking this, dick." Then yeah, and so so here we go. Ken Ramos, once again, on another single mission, singleton mission. <laughs> <laughs> this one I, I do. This what I do. I'm the ghost. And I, I got to do what I got to, you know, forget about it. I'm going to go and, uh, you <laughs> know, this asshole wrong. Um, you know, this is back in the day when we had receipts. There was a PSYOP team and there were some individuals that were down in that area and on the Najaf. I think it was in Najaf. And um,
0: it was Najaf.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so he was sh- there, was all that talk about you guys are, per- the coalition is purposely destroying mosques and they're purposely doing that. <clears throat> And the guys on the ground were saying, "No, dude, they're firing at us from fucking this. Yeah. They're firing from loss. They're firing from Holy. Yeah. no way this not happened. Americans are lying." And so we got a call from one of our SIOP teams and one of our uh, comp cam teams, and Pete. And this, this, this is the this is the the synergy the, the working environment of public affairs and psyop for the first time <laughs> I ever, because you know public affairs and psyop that's like oil and water. That's like freaking fire, you know, fire and gasoline or whatever you want to call it. There. PAOs, I say PAOs now get along way better than what we did with PSYOPRs back in the day. Um, sometimes they're just fucking insufferable. Um, and, and we got word that there was video, actual footage of uh, the Mahdi militia firing at our 1st Armored Division soldiers from pew, pew pew. And so we're <clears throat> like, what? That's really happening? I'm like, Yeah. And so, um, boss looked at me. I looked at her, and she's like, "Fucking hey, let's, let's fucking go. let's go, let's go check this out." I'm like, "Yes, madam let's go." I said, "I could get a, I could get an aircraft. I let me go talk to the contacts that I got for uh, the Fourth Brigade, uh, the Fourth Combat Aviation Brigade, First uh, Armor Division, the, the Eagle Eagle Brigade. Let's go fucking do it." And so uh, we we flew down there, Singleton Mission. Me and her flew down there on the specific mission to grab this CD of footage. You know, back in the day. A one gigabyte CD was like an expensive piece already because you know memory on yeah. <laughs> that disc for big old giant, you know. And um, so me and her had to fly back from, from Najaf. We, we flew down from Baghdad down on Najaf, and the pilot, the pilot even got told this is a no-fill mission, you're gonna fucking fly this back and blah blah blah. And so we grabbed the CD with with imagery and video of that. And the PAO guy was like, "Can I get a copy of it?" I'm like, "You didn't burn one, see? Ya. You know, fucking <laughs> because because it was really close hold because General Sanchez wanted to give a uh, his afternoon his evening update about you know what was happening and everyone was really Al Jazeera even Fox News cnn uh you know Sky News American forces are firing from mosques and the uh, <laughs> I'm like, dude you just that what this is not what's fucking happening this was actually boots on the ground like legit analog disinformation is what we're what, yeah, counter- isn't it weird that like,
0: technological advanced military lost basically an in information war at the time
1: it sucked Yes. It, because at that time um uh i think it was right after that video right after that video mission that we did then that's when the, the Mahdi militia really started kicking up and then all the roads are red you, mm-hmm. you, you had to get you had to get specific permission um to the point to where officers were no longer going on these fucking missions going in these milk runs back from the green zone to buy app they were they were not they were like uh first it was it was funny because it was like only people were authorized to approve this mission and be a convoy commander as a major major gets hit by an ID. okay well, uh let's make it a captain and it's a fucking captain and the captain gets killed it was like one of the intel uh, a captain I don't remember his name he was the intel guy he got his 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 humvee got fucked up and he got killed and then after that they're like uh maybe um okay let's bring it down to uh, sergeant first class and then another ID hit it got to the point to where they were like, okay, we well, don't want to move a lot of staff out to go do these milk runs and go do the mail runs and all that. It has to yeah. happen. <clears throat> so it was like staff sergeant. And, you know, at that point, it was like the lowest rank they made it was staff sergeant I went in a couple of milk runs myself and holy shit, when the Mahdi militia was going on, you know, my boss was like finally saying, Hey, can you get a roll back? Um, I know you understand you're supporting the HSC, but uh, we got to, we got some other stuff going on. And so her and I, and, and then the IO officer and all that had to deal with a leaflet, how to, how to deliver our leaflets and our products to our PSYOP teams in Alcutt and Ajaf. Um, And there's another, there's another location. I think it was uh, down in Sodder City or something like that. And we had the 345th PSYOP company attached to us. So we had a, we kind of had like figure, you know, this is like big, big game planning, you know, here I am like, oh, wow, cool. We need to do this. At that time, Al Jazeera released the video of Nicholas Burr getting beheaded.
0: Oh my God. So I was home when that one happened. And I remember, like, I still see that clear as day watching oh, it in my dude. fucking parent. Like I was at my parents' house watching Just, it in like the room where their computer was. And yeah, the sound of it,
1: bro. I, I it was I,
0: fucking awful, man.
1: It was, it was at uh, it, it. And at that point that changed the whole demeanor yeah, staff, because now we've never, we've never seen our enemies. We always hear about it. We always talk about, well, take their heads ahead yeah. head them on, but we've never seen them. They did it fucking live. Like the dude was alive. Yeah, insane. And I was like, everyone was was like, "It's so brutal." It was. Everyone was in shock. We're like, "Holy!" And then, I mean, I'm still talking about it right now, kind of like because I remember. I'm
0: the feel. I feel the same way, man. Like I I feel sick. I really do.
1: We're in the plans vault. We were doing the planning for that for the additional leaflet support. I saw that fucking dude. I was like, "Isn't that that kid?" That and I'm like, "Oh, who's that? Who's that dude?" And and then they're like, yeah. "Contracted
0: <laughs> truck driver was he?" Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, they were. No, we were like, we were asking, "Who's that guy on there?" And is mm. that kid that's missing? And then, you know, one of my one of my uh, one of the members of the staff, can you speak a little bit Arabic? Are they what are they saying? Like, ah, you know, infidels driving us out, and uh, they're gonna pay. And then as soon as they started to do the beheading, I was like, "What in the? What holy?" And I, I, at that point I was speechless at that. I, I do that. I couldn't, I think, and you know, I was a smoker at the time. I think I smoked like a pack of cigarettes after watching that shit. Cause no one. Had ever uh, uh,
0: yeah, I definitely drank a, a yeah. lot. And, cause and, I was just, I, I, at that point for me, and I don't know about how what you felt cause you were still there, obviously operationally doing things, but I just remember feeling like the fuck did I just do for 15 months? And now I'm back here and completely helpless. Now I'm just like everybody else just watching, right? Like you can't do shit. Right. And you're just watching this new reality every day and wondering, well, what am I going to wake up to tomorrow? Like, right. Because you probably remember this. It may have been similar. It may have not have been. But no one at any point at any time prior to the invasion told us or gave me the impression that, oh, this is going to be, you know, a little more than six months. The biggest thing they hammered forever, despite the multiple extensions that did come was you'll be home before Christmas. That's all they told right. us. You'll be home before right. Christmas, 2003, right? Everyone yeah. Everyone. yeah. And I remember we, yeah. we caught Saddam Hussein. What it was December 13th, I believe in 2003, 13th or 15th. It was one of those yeah. days. And, and I just remember like, all right, finally we're fucking, let's go home. No yeah. fucking Christmas yeah. Eve. We sat up waiting for this battalion sized yeah. element. They told us that was going to overrun the buy app
2: airport. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: We're sitting on yeah. fighting positions and shit. I'm like, what the oh, fuck man. are we doing?
1: Yeah. It, it, it got to the point to where, um, I was getting frustrated because I was get, we were, I I was looking at this from a SIA point of view, how the the SIA point of view of it from the division side of the house was supported, but then when it got to MNCI and it got to the IO guys up there and the public affairs guys and spokespeople, they didn't they didn't want to present that they didn't want to present that that bleakness they didn't like
0: oh no well uh. General Shinseki predicted it yeah and they well, didn't want to hear
1: him dude great, great <laughs> example as a matter of fact rumsfeld fucking relieved his ass because he said it was going to take uh, uh, so much so many soldiers to do it yeah. and he even said uh, through through several discussions and stuff like that i've read this in books i've seen this in like i said all some of this is anecdotal as well is that general Senseki even said that if you blew by the provinces especially the sunni triangle it was going to come back tenfold especially when you're dealing with individuals from iran al-sistani all those guys and and man did he did he fucking call it dude he he fucking called it to the T. Um he didn't he didn't he wasn't he wasn't on the mark about Fallujah, but he said that he, he was talking about how um how that how that would present an issue in the beginning, but but he was dead, like you said, he was dead on point, man. He got fired for for saying this. Yeah. yeah. He was like strikers. And, and-
0: Shuckers, I always thought shuckers. he got fired for giving everybody a goddamn black beret, but he didn't. It was actually it
1: was- <laughs> <laughs> start about the black beret either. You know what? You know what uniform? What uh, uniform headgear he was wearing when he retired? It wasn't the black beret. It was his fucking service cat with scrambled eggs on on the bill. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: dude,
1: <laughs> you really gonna freaking do that, man? oh uh, my god I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be if i was generous i would have been sportsing that shit like atsama. like ah oh, it's a fine pizza fucking yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> i'd have made it i'd admit it the worst beret on the planet you know
0: i got one actually from the iraqi army like their berets i got i got like a box full of their uniform shit yeah. somewhere but i do have a beret it's hilarious and i got like the i think that their version with their bdus whatever it is it's all black but it's it's like a triple xl yeah yeah so, oh
2: yeah like,
0: i I,
1: this, I, <laughs> I still have i i i i'm gonna, I, when I when I was uh, reassigned from First Armor Division back to uh, back to psyop land, I uh, I I used to I was I don't want to say I was just I I want I, I need I knew I needed to get back to Bragg. I knew I needed to get back yeah. to 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 you know to be on jump status so much to the point that I was so uh, jaded that I even jumped my First Armor Division black beret on a couple of jumps with me to kind of like rub it in here get some airborne dirt in there you sucker you know uh, stupid <laughs> black beret blah, you know. <laughs> But oh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. And then, um, then of course, you know, we had the, um, we had to, we, we left, we pulled in Afghanistan where we left in the middle of the night during the uh, transitional government from uh, was it Paul Bremer and gave it over to uh, what's his name? Gave it to the Iraqi. Look,
0: I, I've gone on so many rants about Paul Bremer. I'm yeah. not going to do it again. But if there's one fucking person who literally ruined our entire time in, in Iraq, I would simply tie it back to him and his decision to completely disband. Now you may you may be able to say agree or disagree or have better insight, but I just remember reading about it when
2: when he disbanded
0: the entire Iraqi army and said yeah. you could have no involvement in the new government or military, anything going forward. Agreed. Man, I was 22 years old at the time. And I just remember thinking like, all right, hold on. Say, unfortunately, the United States finds themselves in a position to where they get invaded. Some foreign military comes in, disbands our military, all what, 2.2 million of us probably? Give or take it. Forces. Yeah, right. And says, you guys can't do shit from now on. Did anyone think what would be the second and third order effect of that?
1: Bro, think <laughs> you what you just asked right now, look what's happening right now with the current electorate. Oh my are you God. About? If you voted for Trump, you can't be involved in shit. Yeah. <laughs> None, but it's a vicious, a racist. You can't do any of that crap. You know what I mean? Well, You're- I
0: just saw like, uh, this is another thing, like this this – President Biden just did his press conference, but he's essentially saying if we don't pass the voting rights stuff that they're trying to propose, that we can't guarantee that these elections are legitimate. Legitimate, yeah. Did you just get elected? So how is it not a legitimate election? Not
1: only only that, but... If I so, you're saying you don't want to. Oh my goodness. You want to stop the steal? Is that what you're
0: saying you want to do? <laughs> Give me a fucking break! Oh my god, dude! Oh uh, man, so, so all right, let me let me let me dial it back. Let me reel it back in.
1: Yeah, yeah we're we're angry right now. It's fucking as nice. I'm angry. Oh, but, yeah.
0: So uh, so, but yeah, so <laughs> Paul Bremer. That's my what that was my singular focus. Like, dude, you what what do you think? Two and a half million fucking American soldiers, airmen, marine, what whatever remove a percentage that probably can't really do much more than the average American. But for the fucking right. most part, right, there's right. Some dudes who are going to cause a lot of problems for everybody from that point forward. Right, and right, that's what right. they call an insurgency. Oh, I can't really think about when it started, but it might've been a few weeks after that decision.
1: I, I was that right there is what probably we saw this coming because now what you're saying is that yeah you know somebody i can't remember who was it that said this on the staff at the time chief of staff general jack or colonel jackson flake said that what you're gonna What you're doing is you're pissing off a bunch of veterans that have no other place to go. He, some, something to that effect. That have no other place to go. Who are where else are you thinking they're gonna join? Where, are, where else do you think they are gonna?
0: Who's go? gonna give them a paycheck? Oh, Al Qaeda in Iraq. Here comes yeah. Al Zarqawi.
1: Zarqawi, exactly. Zarqawi <laughs> was running hookers and fucking and and you know opium through the fucking north and and was having a fucking his network of arms and shit through the west. So yeah, it, it was one of those things to where you're thinking, "Fuck, dude, did you just, did you just really fucking do that?" And, and i
0: just uh, want like i still i would like i wish i don't even know if paul Bremer's alive i really don't i don't know what the fuck he does now but i would love for him to come on or come on maybe the u.s army what the fuck moment podcast i don't know just explain what logic went into that decision maybe he's done it already and i don't know clearly hasn't gotten any attention
2: well hang but, on. Let
1: me, let me
0: oh are you following see we it's a good thing this is a this is a professional guest who has yeah. a whole access to computers and shit so he <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs>
1: looks like right now he's still doing shit i guess he's uh you know what, what is he doing i don't know what he's doing man
0: is I, he is it does he does he look into the mirror every day and think like oh how many people am i responsible for killing
1: you know that's <laughs> can you imagine i mean th- I, I, you gotta remember I, I can never get at the at that level of decision making or think what oh, was somebody who was right. at the time yeah but there's got there had to have been somebody looking back going
0: Dude, are you fucking for real are you really fucking doing this somebody had to or so somebody yeah. well it, look what happened to Shinseki yeah yeah exactly but yeah. that's the problem right because everyone's especially when you get that's a good point you bring up because this is the same thing I see you know careerist in the military right I think you see it more with officers because you know, whatever Things are just tied more to them as they progress up. Right.
1: There's a fear to, to their, to the career at that point to make it. Yeah.
0: So it's like, once you, once, if, if you're fortunate enough to hit that 06 mark from that point on, you're in that careerist mentality and no one wants to say no. And that's ultimately how you get 20 years of a failed fucking war in Afghanistan. And you turned it right over to the team. You just fucking kicked out and said, they here, have it awesome. back. Right, because everyone comes in, and I know it was like a Netflix movie, but that Brad Pitt movie is a perfect example. Every four star that came in, I got it, I got it, this I got it right here, here I got it. Nobody would rather just say, "Hold on, I don't got it." Yeah, and I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do, but what we're doing isn't gonna work. So how the fuck do we get that out of? How do we get out of this? No one ever does that anymore. No
1: one ever does that at all. And, and if you talk about getting out of it, you're looked upon as uh, you're admitting.
0: Oh. Well, it ties into our ethos, right? Yeah, we yeah. will never admit defeat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's like, part of the fucking warrior ethos. You train these fucking kids to say every day at basic training. We, we're not. I, gonna- I will never accept defeat.
1: i Never accept defeat. Not only that, but if you uh if you do say defeat, then you're a fucked up leader, and you
0: should you need to get exactly. Look, uh, you know what? The a- warrior Twitter. ethos is great in a fucking direct action engagement. Fine, got it. But when we're in the overall strategic realm. Look, how about we save Joe and Jane from fucking getting killed by saying, you know what, we need some, we need to figure, we need to take a step back. We need to take a good old tactical pause and figure out what the fuck we're doing. No, we don't do that. We're just like, oh, well, you know, the next guy will be here in nine months. Make sure your awards are in. Remember, <laughs> bronze stars for 60% of you. <laughs> Brosser,
1: and, 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 a,
0: man.
1: And if you and if you deployed and got an award downrange, your PCS award can't be. You know, uh, <laughs> you don't get a PCS award. That's another shit we're seeing in the at, at Army WTF moments too in the inbox. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I get back to so I get back to you know I finish all that stuff first. Army there I I got I got put on a detail because I got in trouble. I got I popped off to uh to uh, one of the platoon sergeants.
0: I mean, you never really served if you didn't, so that's yeah, great. Right. At least so, we, at least we authenticated your service. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we did the we did the the, the Paul Bremer to the Iraqi government uh, shift uh, convoy. So 500 miles, you know, about 80 pieces of equipment we rolled. Uh, I was in charge of the um, of the security element, and uh, and so I, I you know. 48 hours, you know, I think it was like, so, I would say like more 72 hours out before we rolled out. I, I grabbed a couple of gun truck kids and we started doing our Mad Max modifications to our vehicles and shit. Um, so that way, you know, we can at least provide some sort of gun truck because we didn't have 1025s. We didn't have MRAPs. We didn't have any of that shit. We had thin skinned vehicles or no skinned vehicles. I, I had a I had a vehicle that had no door because A, it was <laughs> freaking hot as hell. And 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 I, I wanted to carry my weapon across from me. And so I drove with one hand the whole way. And then I had a, um, I had a, I had a, a division part of the division med team, uh, as my TC. And he was just like, he was so cute. Just so cute. Trying to be <laughs> little pistols like, I'm going to get him. Sorry. I'm like, yeah, you go get him, sir. Go get him. You know, so just start, just start, just start shooting when you see some, you know, something coming to the truck. Um, so, so we get back and, and, um, I uh, was pissed off because I, I vented and the platoon sergeant heard me. I was venting about how the headquarter commandant at Arif John was flat dicking on some shit. And we should have been rolling out of here earlier now because of you know incompetence. Uh, and we have to go back and tell the families that we deployed back. I said, I'm AMO qualified. I'm, I'm AMC lift qualified. What is the issue to get us back? I'll get us the fuck back. And then this, you know, Tombstone walks up to me, tanker guy. He's like, "Oh, so you're gonna get us back? Oh, I would tell you what. How about you? Uh, you're gonna, you matter of fact, uh, they were looking for a detail for out uh, of Camp Bearing to, 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 to get to do some of the vehicles from uh, First Brigade, and, and we're gonna change them out. So guess guess who's in charge of that? You you not you know you know supply right? You you owe that big brag badness. You know you, you go. So I I got extended again, my fucking mouth, and um. I was a camp beering doing the uh, the lateral transfer of up armored vehicles uh, to all you know from from the, the division brigades to the 10th Mountain Division. That ironically, the same 10th Mountain Division that was providing assistance and support with us at my first rotation in Iraq, they were there. They're like Ken, fucking say Siebert, bro, what are you doing, man? And then they, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> I got in trouble, and and then <laughs> the G four Sergeant major comes down. And is like god damn Ramos, you just can't shut up. I'm like this motherfucker pissed me off, and. I was like all right, well here's a mission you got to do this and make sure you do a lot of transfer. So I transferred. I was the NCOIC for First Armored Division to laterally transfer all the up armored equipment to the 10th Mountain Division, and that's first. And Thanks. you know, fucking you know, rank has its privileges. I guess when you got a big fucking mouth. And so, <laughs> so we did that. And then I you know and I got back to uh, to Germany. And then you know they were like freaking all right, it's time to go back to Bragg. You know your, your your time is done. I got offered a couple of first arm positions, which I got scared not to take them. I was scared. I was uh, I was threatened. I don't want to say threatened, but I was like, if you take this job, you'll never make star major. You take this job, you'll never do this. And I should have taken them because it was...
0: We have such a weird way of mentoring NCL. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs>
1: and that also pisses me off because the individuals that took the job that I didn't take ended up fucking getting promoted to star major. You know what I mean? Earlier than me. So I was like, this fucking blows dude so you know i could have <laughs> been a first sergeant of the second acr and uh in 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 pulled some first sergeant time or i could have been a um an uh uh they were they wanted me to make me a um a first sergeant of a of a uav company out of with the mi unit And uh Ooh, that'd have been cool uh, yeah exactly yeah, cool. i call back to brag hey can i do this you're fucked up if you do <laughs> <your own." laughs> train the regiment. if you do this and you're only a fucking first class you think you're gonna fuck it they're gonna frock me you can't do that and, <laughs> and i'm like i'm like i can't believe i'm getting my ass chewed out for professional okay whatever <laughs> right, i guess i go back to brag so i get back to brag and i can, i i again what's my mouth i like to fucking you know sometimes my you know because english is a second language to me i I'm <laughs> a wreck a lot of shit so I was like, really, Sergeant Major? You were going to like fucking Png my ass to fucking take a first sergeant job? You don't even want that job. It's fucking big army. You don't want that shit. I go, but goddamn, it was a first sergeant. You wouldn't have fucking made it. I said, it's a first sergeant time as a sergeant first class. frocked as an E-8. Doesn't count. That's not the point. Anyways, he to- <laughs> <laughs> like- got mad at me one time because I went on detail for, uh, I-, I supported uh, Robin Sage. And it became a point where we were supporting Robin Sage. Uh, which is the culmination exercise for the special forces qualification course. And
0: uh, actually, hold on. I've read the fade observer. It's actually a training g- event to unleash special forces soldiers against the American population. Are you here to dispute that, sir? Is that what you're going to say? I'm actually, I'm actually, yes, here to totally, <laughs> totally laugh and troll anybody who believes that QAnon bullshit
1: <laughs> only because of the fact they're so per the fear porn shit <laughs> <laughs> politics. Come on. Anyways, f- enough about me. <laughs> Anyways, so- <laughs> I, so I, so I get back to bragging. so they, they assigned me to the unit that was involved. Uh, the battalion, the side battalion was involved in Africa, uh, West Africa uh, East Africa and West Africa. And, and I got hooked. I mean I got there and uh, you know my time there in Africa was spent uh, supporting uh, Special operations units there. On the ground and also i was also the uh, the uh, oic of uh, a military information support team which every embassy no okay now here's some q and A shit oh most, most embassies have special operations forces assigned to the embassy either tdy or per or pcs there to do whatever so me my job was there to, was to message the ethiopian populace and message oh, nice. the the Kenyan populace, the Somali populace, and all that working with the ambassador. The ambassador was the approval authority. So I can actually go to the ambassador and say, hey, sir, Look at this and he would go yeah and then I could go ha, ha, screw up brag you know ha, ha.
0: you know Are some you of the- one that came up with all the emails about like the the lottery in Nigeria and shit and you, you, please well, contact us to claim your prize and all it's same, like a big giant fishing operation that's right?
1: same, that same that same I don't know comments there but I I, I am I, my other role is a Nigerian prince when I'm off duty Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm watching some...
0: Billions right now. And I'm on season two where they're trying to uh, oh yeah yeah devalue the Nigerian uh, currency. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's so great. I love so
1: it. <laughs> so I got to so I got to spend time in Africa. I think I spent more than about two years <laughs> altogether in Africa. Um, really? to, that to the am. point where, and that's the point where I I, I had an Ethiopian driver's license. I, I mean, my oh, I, shit. my, my math passport was. I've been to Africa more than some people say they like to go to Africa. I, I love was going to say Island, you're probably bro.
0: like you're probably rich in Africa for real.
1: Oh man, I tell you what, Jesus. If I could go back, I, I picked up the language there, Amharic, which oh, is wow. the, the thousand-year-old Ethiopian uh, language, and I picked up Kiswahili and then a little bit of linga. And oh my god, dude, I loved I loved That's Africa. That's fucking I, awesome. I loved Africa. So really some of the stuff there I worked mm-hmm. with the embassy, worked with some JSOC elements, worked with some uh, SOC Africa elements and uh, you know SF elements, uh, you know, NSW guys. The people that i know there are still working doing some of that shit so that that's the stuff that was fun because i got to do some of that shit and then um they're like hey you know what you're doing such a good job you're gonna to go to SOCOM there you go see if you you're going to SOCOM like SOCOM SOCOM like SOCOM
0: so i'm going to real SOCOM yeah like the video game SOCOM
1: yeah. yeah 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 like the video game
0: SOCOM where i'm in tampa yeah. and i get to go
1: yeah <laughs> freaking Bayshore What Avenue. everybody
0: always ask about
1: yeah yeah exactly that to that SOCOM so yes i got assigned to us SOCOM and I uh, worked some of the uh, psychological operations um, programs and stuff they had there that obviously can't, that can't be discussed because there's some of them are still in play, but there, there were some, uh, there was some stuff that I was doing that, that was, I, I, here I am like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm, I'm here. I am yeah. to the point to where I had a good mentor. I had a couple mentors come down to Tampa and say, okay, Ken, enough. What? You've been out in the army forever. Yeah, I know. And uh, you've not been a first sergeant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's cool. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't understand. You have to do first sergeant time. That, that yeah, do you, I know? And I'm like, do do I really have these? like, no, look. He's like, do some first sergeant time. You you know, there were some other projects too that they had me work that was part of you know, Hey, you do this. We'll get your first sergeant job and blah, blah, blah. And they kept it a word. But I, now you're talking about mentoring NCOs. These two, these, these, these guys that came down, these two CSMs that came down and talked to me were, were on point about mentorship when they they actually stopped me. They, they seized, they stopped my momentum that I thought I was doing good on, but what they saw from their point of view, I was one of the most oldest in rank master sergeants in the Army for active duty at the time. And, and and still, right when I got promoted to sergeant major before I got out, it was still the same thing. It was like, dude, you, you need to be a first sergeant
0: because if you don't, you're going to RCP out. And you know the tension they... control point for those at home, it means Correct. you have to get out unless you progress to the next rank.
1: Correct. And uh, and yeah. and so I'm like, okay, well, what if I'm just like promotable and don't get pinned? You know, just I was because I like <laughs> I like being on the ground, I like being yeah, the, you, yeah, know, yeah so you like
0: you jumping. like I you like, like being actually in being in the army, not yeah, yeah. Like trying army. to advance yeah, your yeah. career.
1: Yeah, not was, a careerist. No, well, yeah, and so um. So I became a first sergeant back to the same unit that I was at first uh, in ninth side Battalion. I was a I was hmm. a first sergeant on ops sergeant major as well. And then uh, I culminated my my tour. Uh, with the same mentor said, "Hey, you want you come up here and work with me to do some stuff on some projects at SWIC for, uh, you suck recruiting. Um, you know, working stuff for doctrine, and, and you can help out at SWIC." I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And then you know I got picked up. I did the non-resident course, and then I retired. You know, I pinned on sergeant major and then retired a short time after. So. You know it was it but was you like, ruined
0: it yeah
1: I, I was i was like i ruined i ruined big Sarge's plan because i know was gonna happen dude if i stayed in as a sar major they probably would have made me a csm i'd probably you know, i'd probably be assigned to some freaking mp company or some shit like that and i would have said something wrong i would have said muck tuck somebody would have been offended and, and then that'd have been it you know it might have been like dude are you real you know for real but but no i i i enjoy i have no regrets um i just it just pisses me off and i want to say pisses me off it just frustrates me that i didn't have I wish I had more time in life, you know, 29 years up to 29 years in the army is, is a lot. And, and I am so glad I didn't pull any CSM time. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't pull any of those, any of those, I don't know, just looking at it now. And then of course, you know, being part of WTF moments, I, I, I saw what was, what was it like to be a CSM? Uh, there's some great CSMs out there and there's also CSMs out there that, just make it totally freaking difficult just to be in the army. And so, all right,
0: there's a great transition point uh, for those keeping track at home. If you've made it this far, CSMs are command sergeant majors. All right. That's what he's talking about. Uh, But tell us what, what the hell is army WTF moments? When did it start? I can Uh, remember kind of when I first saw it, but what is it? What is your, what is your role with it today?
2: Well,
1: us army, WTF moments first started off as a simple I'll be
0: right over here. I can keep going.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> one more drinks. Um started off as a simple meme posting, you know, kind of like hey, ha 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 joking around posts way back in January 7th, 2010. And and what it what it did is basically became kind of like a
0: like a shotgun rogue 2010. Uh, so that was Hold, this is important for people at home. So, this 2010, this was before basically Department of Defense was like, Yeah, I guess we're just cool with social media. Everyone just do whatever the fuck you want.
1: No, 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 no. See, that's the thing. Don't get me started on social, on, on the DOD, the <laughs> armies. Are, are we done talking about me now? Cause I'm, I'm, pit, I want, I'm, wanna, I'm, wanna you're get, done. You get, yeah, right, you talk
0: about whatever. Right
1: no, 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 we're talking about WTM. That's what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, it was a place for soldiers to vent. It was a place for soldiers to yeah. post. It it went from uh, being something to where you could post your vents, and people kind of like chuckled on. It. There was a couple of posts that we post. Hey, look, this is bullshit. This is army life. Ha 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 ha. And then it started growing, and it grew. And then uh, five years into it, it uh, was when um, uh, WTF Nation Radio was starting to kick up, and and WTF Nation Radio was the one of the first. Mill, I guess you'd say mill podcasters to be kind of like how we do it. I mean, I mean, I'll be honest with you. The godfather of long form interview podcasting is always going to be Joe Rogan. Always yeah.
2: Joe Rogan. Yeah.
1: Um, the way he does it, the way he, you know, he, he's just a dude asking questions about other things for other dudes to know. And guys, yeah. uh, nothing wrong with him asking a question. Um, so the army at the time was, was not really knowing how to handle it. My position is I was just an admin because, and this is thing we didn't cover, you know, about me. Uh, during some of those SOCOM programs, I worked in social media exploitation. My job was to use the web, was to use social media against the enemy. And so that's that's my my Facebook presence in 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 Ken Ramos' real life really yeah. hasn't really hasn't been that long. It's only been like you know since 2015. Yeah. Uh, however, my military work in social media presence is earlier is longer than that. I mean, since, since back in 20, you know, 2009, 2008, um, that's what was my job was at SOCOM was part of social yeah. media exploitation. And so that right there, I was, I was on Facebook as a doing another role not being, Hey, I'm Ken, you know, ha-ha.
0: so, so and, what is that though? What is social media exploitation from your perspective?
1: Social media exploitation is exactly what it sounds like. We're using the different specific platforms to convey your message that you want to change behaviors for individuals. With, and, and you could be, you could be as nefarious as you want to conduct combat operations, or you could be out and, you know, out in white space, I guess you would say
0: open. So this is how the Russians influenced the election.
1: You know, I, <laughs> you know the Russians. The Russians. Um, the, the, the reason why the reason why our adversaries, whether it be ISIS, uh, be Ivan, I was called. I'm I'm old school. I mean, I should have worn my Wolverine's t shirt instead of my WTF t shirt. But should have, but you didn't. Yeah. Well, you know, I had to rep. Um, I
0: wait UCF tonight. What's up, University of Central Florida, 2017 yeah, yeah. national champs. What's up? Anyway,
1: what's up? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> didn't daniel tosh go there anyways he did yeah, uh, yeah. he
0: did yeah yeah he's from uh, i think he's from uh, no he's from Tavares or Oviedo. anyway yeah I but i, I went think. there that's what i went there is what's important not him exactly exactly yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and so so basically what you're doing is that you're that those those at our adversaries are using social media to exploit us because they don't go through an approval process and they read the reactions of our audiences Boomers. and rumors yeah, exactly. And, and, and we'll feed and cultivate that emotion with it. Well, with us, we have to go through fucking authorities. We have to go through permissions. We have to make sure this, our time, our, our social media, uh, just like our, a lot of our doctrine for a lot of stuff, it needs to fucking just come, just needs to come off the wheel. It just, it just needs to be redone. Our authorities need to be more um, You know, when you hear cyber. Oh, we're doing oh. this. But our authorities need to be, our authorities need to be either changed, adjusted or, or removed when it comes to our type of exploitation yes. against our adversaries. Um, now, where the army, go back to your first que- your question about the army failing, the DOD failing in its social media policy. WTF moments, um, one of the reasons why, and if you've taken any distance learning course of the US Army and the NCOPDS system, you'll notice that- Or w- you've copied your buddies, or you copy your buddy, you'll notice that WTF moments is now part of doctrine um you will is see it really oh yeah if you go to dlc you go to a dlc um page you will see you'll see a soldier talking about this on wtf moments and they'll say u.s army WTF moments <laughs> a lot of our admins are involved in some of that stuff too i am again the admin and it became kind of like the lno the director of digital outreach
0: to kind of like lno be, which is a liaison yeah <laughs> there we go he's the liaison, yeah,
1: the, the liaison <laughs> between between the units and all that very, stuff
0: very french and formal
1: yeah au contrary. anyways um and so so they so so basically units can come to me and and you know and and i uh, our dms uh, our wtf policy is that our inbox and our dms are are secured so we've removed admins for reaching that for like dropping dimes hey look look at that they post an inbox and some shit Eh, don't you think
0: like with that real quick because i know for a fact like there's a lot of people trolling you guys with shit that they send in. yes Yes.
1: Man. Unfortunately, the members of U.S. Army WTF moments are either active duty. Uh, I am, I am, um, I think I'm one of two now because others, others have, you know, moved on and, and and retired or, but I'm one of one, one of two retired. Everybody
0: say hello to Frank. He's here to chill. What's up, buddy? Hello, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> he off. just hopped up. He's here to chill. Anyway. Um, so,
1: so a lot of it, a, a lot of, of our member, our admins are, um, are active members of the active duty community. So that information that comes in the inbox. Oh, it's a. We'll just use as an example. Oh, so first arm division had an issue. Who's in first arm division? Oh, we're in first arm division.
2: Yeah. We go
1: around. No, nope, that's not true. That's bullshit. Okay, cool. Um, we go through a lot of sourcing.
2: Yeah. That.
1: And, and so, and then sometimes we will reach out to the unit, or we we'll reach out to a PAO. The PAO says, "Hey, uh, that's not true. Let me research that." Okay, you have some two hours, and then. <laughs> it it gets it gets adversarial it gets to the point where now um, i I believe
0: it i feel like overall it's probably way
1: more good than bad but you know our inbox just like how i told you about how how seeing things in the army side of the house made you look it just you just look at things different that that being in the inbox or being part of wtf moments and wtf nation radio has opened my eyes to how the army really is and i'm glad we're here i mean i'm glad that we're
0: because all you knew was your role right or right, your you, right. you all you knew was your lane right and it's not like that
1: hey man all I knew was I was delivering a fucking aviation traffic air traffic control yeah. in the Balkans and now I'm, I'm seeing the deep dark secrets of yeah some of the darkest shit in the army that you've seen you're, you're like
2: holy
0: crap real quick for those who don't think this is a real thing I just want mm-hmm. you to go on like because some of you seem to quote Wikipedia as if it's gospel so please go to Wikipedia just put in the words troll farm and let me know how many countries you come up with that actually pay to push propaganda. Right. Let me know. So that's, that's your homework question for the night. All right. Uh, the <laughs> troll farms are a real fucking thing. Like it's, it's, we it's have- insane. It's insane. We- I'm, I would hope we're doing it. We're going to pretend we don't because it's really mean and bad and that's offensive. And, but man, I sure hope we are. Why are you saying muck bro? Why are you saying <laughs> ah so so
2: the the
0: thing so the thing
1: is is that it is it's basically the avenue for soldiers and an outlet for soldiers uh and veterans and their families and we post just we post news i'm making honestly say we're almost becoming more of a media media environment i mean we have different pages too we have uh you know u.s army wtf moments u.s army wtf moments videos u.s army wtf moments memes We have WTF Nation Radio. We have Grunts Gaming Network. We have—I mean, we—we have have other pages that are out there that are under WTF Moments that nobody knows that are under WTF Moments. Um, But there's a lot going on. How do you guys keep track of all this shit? (laughs) Jesus, you know, I have admins, and I'm also the—I'm also the information operations guy for the for the environment the grand admiral the grand admiral yeah so that, <laughs> and, uh, oh, I'm sorry I'm a Star Wars fan Grand Admiral Thrawn is, one is of that, that
0: what that's is that what that's from because I don't know I've never in my life watched anything that has to do with Star Trek so I apologize for not Star Wars reference Star, Star, War- Star Wars Star Wars as well never watched any yeah. of that so, I, the only Star Wars I ever watched was that one that came out. I was a senior in high school, 99. What was it? It was the one with Darth Maul made his appearance.
1: Yeah, it was the episode one, the Phantom. That, yeah, that's the only one I've ever high seen. High school that happened. I was freaking damn, 99, was,
0: bro. What's up? Class of 99. What's up? Sup? What's what's up? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> you feel old, bro. Um, hey, you know, hey, you look young. That's good. You yeah. look young. I mean, right? that's good. that's 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 our gift. Yeah, exactly. We'll be 70 and still look like we're 35. It's bourbon
1: bourbon divorces, parachute jumps and freaking, you know, that that's sort our of deployment. Yeah,
0: so hold on. Let's let's all right, let's get out of the military stuff cuz now we have probably bored most people and if there's anyone that's still here. All right, look. Your call sign is Ice.
2: Oh uh, yeah.
0: Which I have teased to be Iceman. So, yeah. I'm going to just assume it's Iceman and <sighs> I really would like to know what was it like to record or film Top Gun with Goose <laughs> Maverick, funny you Goose should, and Maverick. Funny you should say that because,
1: um, uh, yeah, tune in, tune into uh, WTF Nation Radio, USR WTF moments and uh, and the uh, Memorial Day weekend, and you'll find out. But I got that name from, um, again, I personally was not on Facebook, uh, until I, until I got a Facebook account, and then I got a Facebook account because I found out a, a friend of mine had taken his own life and I didn't know about it it was all over Facebook, but because I'm old and analog and, 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 you know, I still read newspapers. I didn't, um I didn't even think to get my own personal account. So when it was all over Facebook, I felt very awkward to, to ask, Hey, whatever happened to so-and-so we need all going to hang out. And they're like, dude, what are you doing, man? He's, he, you know, he took his own life He's he's, you know, it was all over Facebook. And I'm like, Oh, so because I was so enveloped. Now there's another thing about the, the, like you were saying, but, trying to you know all you wanted to do is do soldier stuff i was so engrossed in my work i didn't even take time for me to see the other shit you know what i mean i didn't take time for me to see that i had friends out there that were in need and and i didn't know and again an awkward position to sit there and, and talk about drinking beers with somebody when it was already announced on facebook that he, he wasn't no longer amongst us yeah so so then i had him so i made my name i saw that you know obviously it's ken ramos ken ramos whatever whatever and, and then that's when um, I was the first sergeant and I saw WTF moments. And I was like, what, is, what, what, what the hell is this? This is, this is funny as shit. Um, Bunch of memes and shit, you know, units getting busted out. That's what I'm talking about. And I was a first sergeant. I, I've said this before too. I was a first sergeant. And at the time I saw, I was driving back from the battalion headquarters back to my company. And I saw a soldier on Gruber road on Fort Bragg. Uh, engineer kid in in his entire ASU's, jump boots, beret, all polished up, mowing a fucking lawn in the hip.
0: Hell yeah, as he fucking should. Oh, whatever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I was fucked up that A. Bring back discipline. That's what we need. foul so, <laughs> he needs to come back no raw, brother. Paint those goddamn rocks, Private. And exactly. flip them each exactly. time, every time the sun shines on them. And you better shut up and do those leg tucks.
0: Anyways. So. <laughs> you definitely need to shut up and do your leg tucks. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> so, so I got pissed off and submitted, hey, blah, 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 You know, fuck this. This is bullshit. Oh, shit. Yeah, so you submitted that? I submitted that as a first sergeant. To oh, wow. Damn. My first, ooh, I feel so sneaky. Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, so then, so then uh, after that, um, there were some people in the admin section that knew about me already. And they knew, they saw my input. They're like, oh, hey, huh ha. What are you doing, man? You want to apply, and you should apply, and you know we're going to do a, a recruiting drive and blah blah blah. And a lot of individuals, I'll just say that the WTF moments is, is like a is is very heavy soft, um, oh, yeah. heavy soft slash, uh, you know, well known units uh, that are members, and they all you know I've been in the army forever, so they they're like, hey, yeah, we know who you are. Why don't you put an application? Blah blah. blah.
0: Well, I didn't know what name to put. Is this a paid position? Oh hell no, we're all on you. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just <laughs> kidding man. Right. man uh, I always say so you're so you're Wait, kind of time. trying to are you trying to be kind of like the ombudsman? Um what's that word? Ombudsman?
1: Oms- yeah, Oms- that,
0: that word, but unofficially, an unofficial right. ombudsman.
1: Um, army ombudsman. Um, see yeah. now you got and this is where bourbon's flowing to because I can't even Yeah,
0: remember. Archie. I, it's we're we're good now. Yeah. Um, um and so so they uh so I didn't know what name to put. Um, ombudsman. And- um, but yeah, so I was like, Kenneth,
1: <laughs> Kenneth. Um, and then I was looking around and then uh I had a, I had, you know, some, my, one of my, um I had a book, uh, a German book open and it was, I was iron and, and in iron German uh, is, is Eisen, ice, Eisen. Oh, so good. I, I, I made that as a fake fucking account. So Kenneth Eisen with a little ghost emblem, like you see right now, I've, I've had that same those, those same, it was like, Oh, you people don't change your freaking, if you had the, if you had the same Facebook or, or same uh, Twitter account, maybe uh, you're, you're, you're lame, whatever. I've had that ghost shit forever. Um, And so <laughs> I, I put Kenneth Eisen. Well, then when I was part of the team, when I was admitting and stuff, they're like, Hey, we need to talk to Ice and There was a, there was somebody who was stationed in Germany and ice is ice cream. And, you know, if you want some ice. And so, uh, and then when I was asked if I wanted to be part of the radio station to do some of the, the some of the psyop magic there, um, the kids, the, the, the station's hosts were savages. And they were like, I, 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 I said, fuck, we're just going to call you ice. I go, dude, don't, you know, don't call me that. I mean, that's like, I that me that, exactly what you just said. I feel like I'm fucking top gun. I feel like I got to be like Val Kilmer or something like that. And, and I got to spike my hair up or some shit like that.
0: That's like so 80s. You, so you were like 80s hero. Heisenberg Ch- before it was Heisenberg." <laughs>
1: with Walter
0: White. Yeah, with Walter White. Yeah. And so so they um
1: they gave me that nickname. That's how it stuck. I mean, it's it's a it's a lowbrow fucking story and it's not really a big deal, but it, everybody was like, No,
0: oh, it's a big deal, and I'm glad we just spent five minutes on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, so, how, so I do have this how, question for you.
1: How can I top I See that right there? How can I top Lee? Man, I'm gonna go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Here's how you can top it. So look, I've I've been enamored with some of the crazy shit that's come out of like World War II. Right, but going back to that patch that's on your wall, right? What does that patch mean? That is the Ghost Army. That Please is. tell us what the Ghost Army did. Oh, yes.
1: yeah. are you, are you, uh,
2: uh,
0: if if you know, I don't know if you know. I don't know. Maybe. Oh no,
1: I do know. I I, I I did a I did a case study. Uh, for oh the, shit! Academy. Cool. Um, and, and I I did a threaded case study for the Ghost Army. For it's
0: uh, one. It's probably the, honestly. I've seen just about every patch. I feel th- I feel like I've seen every patch in the army at this point, even the ones that have been disbanded and we'll never see again. I feel like that's the coolest fucking patch we've ever come up with. It, I really it, do. It, I'm, it, I'm being dead serious. I think it's fucking incredible.
1: It, it is. It is one of the most interesting patches. And, and, and the thing is, is that the Ghost Army is not. It is. It is. If there was a father, just like how the how SF uh, likes to claim uh, about the. Um, about how do I say this? They're part of the OSS. There's some consternation between the SF community, being them being part of the OSS and OSS. What
0: community. is the OSS for those who don't know? Oh, right. It was the Office of Strategic Services. There there's you go. Precursor, the of the precursor of the CIA. CIA. There you go. Right. Exactly. So,
1: there. so there's some there's some back and forth between the U.S. U.S. history historians, SF history, and all that. That that SF is part of a, that lineage. Well, I would say I would be bold as to say that that the Ghost Army is. The precursor to psyop um that patch that you see behind me that patch that you know that you see uh that you see on my avi the patch that you see that that is as to me as, as significant of soft history as any other piece because their job was mildeck, was military deception which is the you mm-hmm. know, actions executed to deliberately mislead adversary decision makers um and and as to what our military friendly capabilities are so I actually did a deception operation in northern Iraq in, in Kurdistan with with the uh, with the tent, with 10th SF group. Um, that's going to be talked about later because I guess they're doing some some stuff and they're going to talk about that. But I, I participated in an event like that. For example, in Desert Storm, there was uh, psyop guys that were pretending that there was um, there was a bunch of tanks by producing tank noises. And the ghost army did the same thing, but they used inflatable tanks. They used inflatable artillery pieces. How used- fucking, that's fucking insane. That, that's, could you imagine just being the guy? All right, check this out. You're going to be, you're pretending you're going to be um, tanks and artillery pieces. <laughs> and we're going to use these inflatable rubber ducks and you're going to inflate these up and you're going to stand here and walk around like you're a tanker and uh, so who
0: were they trying to fool though back in world war ii was it what what type of surveillance was it just aerial surveillance that they were trying to well
1: they were what they were trying to do is they were during the battle of the bulge they were a part of they were you know the battle of the bulge was happening and one of the missions the name of the unit by the way is is the 23rd headquarters special troops that's the name of the unit yeah And so basically what their mission was classified was to Mm -hmm. pretend that they were a force larger than what they were. So out of 15, they were supposed to pretend there were 15,000. The
0: real force multiplier.
1: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) As a matter of fact, it's one of the PSYOP monikers there. Um, It was organized as one battalion. You know, it had three companies separate. It's a headquarters company. And each unit, you know, had a specific role. And and it was was like the legit personification of Mildek. It was, uh, you know, or PSYOP doctrine, however you want to call it um so basically they had an engineer company which is a camouflage battalion that was like one of the largest formations. they made they were the ones that made the big props um and they were the ones that made basically the big dummy and inflatable tanks that you'd see them you know you see videos of them walking around with big inflatable tanks and stuff like that and the the 244th signal company they were their primary mission was 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 spoofing was basically bots like you were saying battlefield mm-hmm. bots and their job was to create Fictitious. Well, they're not fictitious. They were real. They were just deceptive radio nets. And and they they their job was to pretend that that there was a amount of force here and a amount of force there, a special force there, another force there to the Germans who were who were trying to make the decision to keep forward during the Battle of the Bulge. Um, the four hundred six Engineer Company was like the security for the whole organization, but also was a part of the demolition. Uh, uh to support this operation so basically if they needed a tank to show like it was exploding shit then they would use these engineers to go out and boom and then oh shit you know the germans would like oh shiza you know here comes the freaking tanks and it's us the sonic deception company speaker monkeys the
0: original speaker monkeys man sonic deception company sonic. i feel like we came up with all the cool names for shit back in world war ii
1: we did and and and, and because of <laughs> because of Mucktuck. The muck tuck doctrine. We can't fucking use them anymore. Anyway. We can't do
0: anything anymore. Everything's Funny. like a fucking feelings. Like I don't know. god oh, whatever. So,
1: so as a matter of fact, I did a I did a case study for for um for the uh, uh for the 18th airborne corps, and I will send that to you in the DMS.
0: Oh yeah, I'd love to read this. This would be good. This so be good.
1: So we can. It's in it's in your DMS.
0: Um. So basically, these are hey, tangle Mike. I'll, I'll check it out. Not, not right now though.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so these guys basically they they had to use this, pretty much the same thing type the tape type of um, of study and meteorological uh stuff that artillery artillerists use uh, a kid told me uh, artillerist that, that term artillerist artillerist? To me. Uh, artillerist was that was that uh was that g-dub who said that no it was who was it no it was just recently it was it was um shit who was it bush 43 no, it was it was somebody uh, it was somebody in the mill Twitter space that used mill artillerist as a is kind of
0: like how an artist yeah. is. Uh, I I don't want nothing to do with that space. But, well, no one at home should either avoid it.
1: No, no. See, I'm not going to defend them, but I'm going to defend them on some others. Anyways, so what i was saying. So their job <laughs> was to impersonate division. So their job was impersonate to division. You know all that stuff. So that's ba- crazy. So basically, Patton. When Patton was on the move, they were at the southern portion of the bulge to fool so the was, Germans to, to think that there was they were surrounded, and and
0: that's why the Germans didn't attack. So them. was that who who came up with that? Who who thought of that as like a tactic to employ? Was that Patton? Was that Eisenhower? Was it someone that we have no fucking clue was, who it, it was, was?
1: It was General Marshall. It, it, it was, was Marshall, was, Okay. It was, it was our it was our army thinking. So
0: someone like but that's what. I, 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 am being, I'm being very serious. I feel like everything that we peaked as a society in the United States was World War II and probably stopped right after we landed on the moon. Like think about that stuff that we've done from a strategic, like we're in the largest ground fucking war ever. We have a, we, it's, it's literally for humanity. Some dudes like we're going to come up with, you know what we're going to do? We're going to pretend that we have this fucking force here. I need someone to come up with that. But we as don't do fact, cool shit like that as anymore.
1: Of fact, I need somebody to come up with something that I don't know. You're gonna have to do inflatable tanks. Could you imagine somebody getting inflatable M1 Abrams? Yes. Or, or inflatable- we wouldn't
0: do it because right. you know why we wouldn't do it because someone would say we don't have the money, or it's, or be risk averse to it. There would be it's uh, an 800 billion dollar defense budget, and someone with a straight face will tell you we don't have the money. Right. Right. <laughs> Right. Exactly. oh my, like, oh my like, god like i swear, like world war ii it just you know like i say, through the 50s and into you know probably the middle of the 60s when we we did the whole space program i don't know what we've done since then other than come up with fucking this phone that has everything in human history on it and i don't know social kind of media it,
1: kind of find it odd that we can't use the technology of the phone to go back to the moon but you know yeah. <laughs> I think mean, mean, we, I mean, we had, we barely had enough technology of a, of a digital wristwatch, old Casio back in the fifties and sixties. And, and now it's, dude, like, it's
0: insane. So I was over
1: yeah, about that shit.
0: Yeah. I, I think it was back in September. Uh, my daughter and I, we were in Chicago and we went to, uh, we went to, I can't remember which museum we were in, but anyway, they had this like space wing and it's was talking about the Apollo missions and, you know, the shit that they ran into with, what was it? Apollo 13. Yeah. You start reading about that, like, because you know most people don't. But when you actually read the placards that are there, and you're like, "Yeah, you, you're how sure. the fuck did that guy? How? Wow. How was he Think able about- to maintain the composure? Yeah, uh, it, it's are, not like, oh, hey, dude, apart. I need you for, I need you for like ten minutes to just really focus on. No, the dude did it for hours. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna say we're off uh, of Earth. I'm, He's I'm gonna, not on our planet."
1: <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna quote, I'm gonna quote Lafayette Lee, man. I'm telling you, we're of a different breed these days. You know, we, we really about, are, man? man. Can we talk about Lee, bro? I, I, it's a good guy. I, I, I listen to that, to that, to the, uh, and not, not to shift a story about the Ghost Army. Uh, the bless Ghost. Bless
0: army. your soul for putting yourself through two hours of me. Uh,
1: no, bro, brother, I love this. Is, <laughs> I, I realize this fucking, we're already going on two hours. This is a blast. Yeah, um, no, I'm good. And, 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 the, and that freaking Buffalo Trace, man. I want to be, you know. Man, this is awesome. This is good shit. It helps you sleep well at night. Yeah. and yeah. so um, I was just listening to him and and hearing his voice, as different as he is on his Twitter account. I was just I expected it to be like how his persona, how her persona was. You know how he has Clark Gable, right? And so I, I expected to, to to hear him talk to you like. I do declare, you know, like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna read some of his tweets, and, and and if if I thought Lafayette Lee sounded like this, this is what I think Lafayette Lee would sound like. I do declare, noticing a lot of bow ties, telling the peasants it's time to leave Trump behind. You know, I I thought was,
0: I, I, he because he because
1: the way he writes now, yeah, Ellis,
0: yeah he's, he's very calculated.
1: Very no, it, it's very. I love the way he writes. He's no bullshit. I had I've seen some somebody on the TL say, well, he's using Lafayette. He's using Clark Gable from Gone with the Wind, blah, 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 blah. And, and it has a it almost has like a I, can't, I have to dig it up, but I, I'll look for it. I think I think Goon Twitter j- dragged his ass for saying it, but um said said that that it has a,
0: a racist connotation. I'm gonna tell you what about Clark Gable, okay? Clark Gable. You know why? Hold on. Before you say that, you know why they're probably trying to say it has a racist connotation? Because he describes himself as a southern ag- agrarian.
1: Well, hey, that, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's, that's
0: right. the only reason. Like they, they've demonized those words. Anything Southern no, has right. to be racist, well, right? Let me tell you about, let me tell you about Ken Ramos and some other stuff here that you're breaking so of. <laughs> Since we already talked
1: about my educational background. GD, Lafayette Lee's probably like, I
0: do declare that Ken Ramos. I got like 17 degrees from Princeton. Yeah, exactly. I feel like my camera's kicking out. What's going on here? All right, anyway, you're good, but mine... Yeah, you're, you're, but anyway as long as the audio is fine i don't really care
1: um i don't look like a ramos right so no you don't do, do the math um yeah uh, all my family except for me my mom looked like danny trejo okay so, <laughs> so it, it, it obviously i'm mixed um i do declare that some of my family heritage is from it's from the south you know what i mean so uh it, it's
0: uh
1: oh shit where'd you go
0: i'm just trying to reboot the old video Oh, there gotcha. we go. See if that works. All right, cool. I was like, oh, shit. No, um, no, we're still here. As long as you can okay. hear me, it's fine. The yeah, audio yeah. is all I care about. Most people listen. They don't watch.
1: Well, I, have, I have I have my some of my familiar genes are from the Southern Territories. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, so for when lafayette lee talks about some of the stuff when it comes to the issues of race and all that and he has his his avi as clark gable what people don't know about clark gable clark gable was one of the the biggest biggest advocates for no bullshit no racist bullshit he hated when he was filming his, some of his films he didn't like the fact that there was a whites and a colored section for the studios he demanded that that should get taken down when some of his movies were released. There was a, I think it was in Atlanta. Um, that there, there was that there, there was no there was they, they weren't he was pissed off because they weren't allowing certain members of the cast to, to be to be there for the premiere, and he refused to do it because of their the color of their skin. Wasn't um, it crazy? Like, yeah,
0: and you and know so- what? And for those who don't who didn't listen last week, um, so Lafayette Lee is a Twitter account. Obviously, it's not his name, but he's partisan underscore O on Twitter. So if you don't want if, you, if you're not a Twitter member or whatever but if it's something that interests you go on to the twitter.com obviously and look up the account partisan underscore O that is Lafayette Lee just read his stuff. Um, but I would say he he may that may not have been his intent behind it but I would say if anyone probably put that much thought into executing their online persona or their as you say their Avi right he probably took that into account.
1: Yeah. I, I, I would say the same.
0: I would, I would, prob- I know the dude he's, he's definitely probably the, like he he's if anyone would try to uh, affix the, the racist label to him, he's not the one to do that too. No, no,
1: Absolutely. no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I've looked and, and, and that's The thing. The, dude, the
0: dude's not a great everybody. fucking man. He's a great now, man.
1: And being, being a, a, a Latino myself, I don't see in those eyes. See, that's what pisses me off about when we talk, when he brought up the the B-Pac or the Latinx, Latinx. Yeah. Uh, no. uh, so oh, that, he, Julio he, he,
0: Rosas does a great it, thing about that. It, and, he, you see, and you see,
1: and you've seen me go off on people for using Latinx. Yeah. And so, so I, I don't see that shit in those eyes. I look at it from Lafayette Lee being the man that he is and spouting the wisdom. And he's not fucking lying. One of the biggest things, like we were talking about, how California has gone from its from its original, yeah. or how how it's gotten bad. It, you're right. It's it's. I mean, I, I don't want to quote Joe Rogan again, but I'm gonna do it. When he had the video. Well, hell, you don't have to have to look at Joe Rogan shit. You can just look at half the stuff you've seen about the um, the cargo trains being robbed and all that trash being moved Isn't, it, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's, just, it's just like I got we're pissed off. We're going
0: back to like 170 years ago. Right, right,
1: <laughs> exactly. What do we need to do? Do we need to have guys with Winchesters? I could just see me. Yes. And you, <laughs> a, you
0: know, I think, you, think our, our good buddy, crack uh, crack man, crack fucking Taps said that. Taps like we need to return to the time where we had, uh, yeah, we had fucking Win- – Armed train guards.
1: Yeah, let's, let's get Braxton McCoy on here. And let's get, uh, let's freaking get a <laughs> Winchester's. I, I'm, I'm game for that. You're going to see a guy with a cowboy hat and mean a sombrero right there. Guarding the freaking insane, train. Man. So to go back, what I was saying is that what people don't realize is that I, because of my familial background, like I said, I do have, fam- I do have a white side of me, obviously because mm. I'm white. Um, that came from, uh, you know, the South. And so that side right there in migrating to California through the, the lore of the Okie is like I like to say, you know, back in the day when I was younger, we made, we made, we didn't call them rednecks, we called them Okies in California. You didn't call them rednecks. You didn't, you didn't call them that. And these were individuals that moved to the West, that moved to California for a better life because Texas and Oklahoma were, were not as free as they said they were. And so uh, when everyone's like, well, you know, Texas this and Texas that, I'm gonna tell you right now, I have fam- familiar proof from proof. That they they went from Texas, they went from through Arkansas, through Alabama, through all that, and got to California because California, like I was telling on my podcast, was, uh, you know just, just recently, is that my dad used to be able to have a, a forty five caliber. He's you know he was you know it's fucking nineteen eleven. You know I guess you'd call him a flood now, um, but he but he'd have a, he'd have a pistol, either an old Smith and Wesson revolver in the glove compartment or a, a nineteen eleven on the da- on the dashboard in California. It opened public.
0: Nobody would. My, my dad was the same way, but this was Florida. Right, well,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and so when people say, Oh, don't, don't, uh, don't California my Texas, what are you talking about? You don't Texas, you have immigrants, I guess you would say not immigrants, but Texas people moving to California for its more liberal, and when I mean liberal, I mean more freedom. Uh, when it came to the second amendment, when it came to. Uh, it was supposed to be right. Like
2: man, exactly. at, at was some time.
1: point it fucking
0: went it, off the fucking exit. It, it went
1: off the rail. So
0: now oh my God. these
1: kids, these idiots that couldn't stand their parents from Texas are moving back to Texas. So in a way, when people say, don't, don't California, my Texas it's probably more than likely the descendants of the individuals that moved to California from Texas to begin with. So a lot of the, so shit weird, that, the, the way, the way Lee, the way he said it on your podcast was bro. I I was like, yes. And, and I'm, I'm speaking as Latino. I'm, I'm, I'm not carrying no uh, agenda from, you know, La Raza or, or you know, the Azatlan crew. No, or, I, I, know.
0: I feel like I don't, I don't, you and I have never had a conversation about politics. We've never discussed them. Honestly, a hundred percent, I don't give a fuck, but I would just say you come from the perspective of someone who was raised to respect traditions in the country Yes. Respect what the country's provided you and your family. Yes. And an obligation of service. And then also from the perspective of your role in its military and in the country overall as a whole. Right. So whatever you feel politically, it's not it, it doesn't fucking matter to me. I don't care. Like you've you've checked every box in terms of someone who should be considered as a serious person when it comes to whatever your beliefs are you could be the most left-wing motherfucker in the world or the most right wing either way you've had enough skin in the fucking game to be validated when it comes to your opinions and that's what ma- that's what means something to me right. someone from either side who just spouts off shit that they're supposed to feel like they need to believe because of whatever influence they've had i don't take that very seriously but if you're someone who your background's perfect, right? Uh, a, a son of immigrants, served for fucking damn near thirty years in the fucking army, rose to the highest possible rank it, you could before being forced out. <laughs> um, yeah. it, it, but just yeah. doing all your thing, whatever your beliefs were solidified or you know decided along the way, great. Tell me about that experience because that's what matters. You who you vote for, I don't give a fuck. Like none of that shit matters. It, it, you're right because I'll be honest with you.
1: I have had I have had members on the Latino side, family members on the Latino side that are that are not that are of conservatism.
0: Yeah, more, more conservative than you think. Um, I feel you, like a, a lot, more, especially where I came from in Florida. I feel like there's a lot of Puerto Ricans who came in central Florida who come from New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, like a huge exodus, like and the Cubans. New York. the and Cubans, Yeah. Well, the Cubans in Southern Florida, definitely very different, but I would say the Puerto Ricans who come from the Island of Puerto Rico to Florida and specifically Orlando, because let's be honest, Orlando is orange County, Orlando. It's a very blue section of the state.
1: I lived in a, I live in
0: Brandon. Uh, um, okay. So in Tampa, Puerto Rico, Tampa area. Yeah. In your Tampa area. Right. So, and then the Puerto Ricans who come from New York, these two factions are very, very, very different.
1: Yeah, they are.
0: They're both Puerto Rican origin, but they are entirely separate people. Right. Um, I would say the ones who come from the state of New York, as opposed to the Island of Puerto Rico, are more conservative
1: yeah that's
0: why they're leaving new york
1: right i -hmm. and the same and the same thing uh my family uh on on latino i I am a mexican my my birth certificate says race of father mexican so my Mm -hmm. dad uh my dad is from mexico and and there is how old was he when he got here uh, well, see, see, here's a here's another one. You're, you're hearing more shit. You're breaking
0: breaking. <laughs> it's you what we have. do. We break right. news. Right. There right. will be news, not bourbon <laughs> news. <All> right.
1: <laughs> Thank you. He is my biological father, and he passed away when I was six years old. And my mom married another Mexican.
0: Damn. Okay.
1: Well, at least she, you know, yeah, she's the brown, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, but my point is that is that he is from, you know, my biological father is from Guadalajara. He's from this, you know, the,
2: yeah.
1: He, 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 my family is, is got a, you know, has, has an indigenous, uh, and slash a Spaniard, like, um, you know, uh, how do I say this? It was more like a hereditary thing between the indigenous and 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 Spaniard. Ah, we all know what Cortez did. We all know what fucking happened between the Aztecs and all that. So that's where my, that's where my my somewhat different, you know, features of being a. Little, so like, I'll get asked, dude, are you like, are you like freaking, are you like Indian or mixed Indian? I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, my, my family, my grandmother was straight, you know, freaking, you know, Aztec woman, she, she, she had the indigenous features, she, she was indigenous. So I didn't look, I, I don't, I don't look at anybody, how they get here. I mean, I, don't, I actually, I do. They get here. They're not from. They're not from Mexico. They're they are, they are Mexican, and and they get here and they're born here. And then the next thing you know, they just adopt a weird way, a weird mentality. That if they were to go back to where my family's from in Guadalajara, you know, in, in the you know Jalisco, you're, you're, you're kind of like, uh, what the what are you doing? Is it why, why are you even <laughs> acting like that? Where are you getting this shit from? And then you know, be real, be yourself, be your fan, you know, be, you know. Yeah. So, so to me, it's, it's really hard. And like I said, I was raised, like you said, I was raised as a reasonable to, to think reasonably about things. I've, I have voted on every spectrum. Yep. Uh, same. Republican, Democrat, uh, libertarian, uh, independent. I, I voted all that spectrum too, because I, I, I see an, uh, a candidate. Yep. Big
0: anti Dan Crenshaw account right now though. Just saying.
1: <sighs> you yeah, know, I'll be honest with you. I really,
0: I mean, he, I don't, he's not I, very I never, good he, in the public space, though.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I never, he never really caught on with me. I, I, like, I
0: get it, and I mean, and, I mean, and trust me, I can understand the allure of the American people, where they they want to put a lot of stock in, like, oh, veteran, uh, special operations guy, like he must be everything that we want. Uh, but I'm just trying to figure out why his people continue to put him in front of his constituents. Now, maybe, maybe he's obligated to do certain things, but that guy has no empathy. I love your disdain for his constituents. I'm gonna tell you what right now. Seeing that what guy he did in weird. that
1: town hall meeting, I fucking loved it because I think all politicians. Now let's just not get started on, on Lauren Boebert either, because then you know, freaking.
0: I haven't seen her do anything other than tweet, so I don't know. And uh, I don't follow her because I'm not really interested. I, I, I'm just
1: not. <laughs> well, my my biggest thing is that. Is that I think a lot of our politicians need to stand up like that in front of, of town halls and, and 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 stand their front. Yeah, stand
0: but if around. you're gonna do it, fine. I'm a hall for it. But try to at least learn empathy before you do that.
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. That's right. That right there is a, is a self-select. Uh, that's how you're gonna get your ass voted out.
0: Let let them do it. Let let them do that. It really it, is right. Like, I, and I thought the best clip, the clip that showed up today was one of uh, I can't remember who the guy was, but he's like he admitted it. he's like look. I just wanted to give you a chance to answer. I'm actively working against you. I right. represent this specific district. Right. And I was like, that's awesome. But yeah, like he would not stand up and say that if this dude had not given him the opportunity to do it. You know what I mean? Like you're you are purposely proving why people have doubts and questions about you. Right like that's you're literally doing it every time you answer Exactly
1: exactly not to mention the fact that if you can't articulate something simple and then say don't question my faith
0: Yeah really but then you also you're sitting there with like this like this cloak of why am i here like every word you say sounds like you hate where you're at right now You yeah. know what I mean like that's just to me that that's why i would just who that is one of his handlers is allowing him to go out and not fix that. Be like, look, Hey, motherfucker, you need, the next time you field a question, stop acting like you hate being there. You need to act the opposite.
2: Yeah. There's something
1: too. It's like (laughs) you have some enthusiasm and shit. Act like you really give a fuck.
0: So that's how we know Dan Crenshaw slash Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw is a fucking phony. All right.
1: I, I got, I got, I got somewhat some shit because, um, The WTF accounts a little bit more rogue now. I wouldn't say rogue, but a little bit more. Whatever. Uh, At the time, we were trying to be on a singular message and not piss off politicians. But I had he had a green screen up, and I was going to have him like in some gay porn or something like that, and have it behind him on his freaking green screen that he had up. But I got told, "Hey, look, dude, we're not we're not attacking politicians." Well, now that (laughs) now that WTF moments is not really not giving a fuck that that about some shit, then we just decided to post away. Uh, I I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm gonna. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this uh, and 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 whatever and then I'm like no don't do it don't do it I'm like okay fine I won't do it so I didn't do it but yeah you, you know some of the some of the politicians that we have right now and I'll be honest with you this is uh, this is not a fucking this is not this is not a simp on Joe Kent but uh, I'm I'm kind of like I mean
0: I simp on him all day
1: I'm just saying it, I'll be honest with you uh, whatever I'm, you say uh, I'll put it in the chat right
0: now so you can see it what's up yeah, yeah what's up um <laughs> <laughs> uh, he needs to come on you know what he came on your podcast first multiple times and, and, and i'm still you know if you I'm, go back honest if actually if you go back before he declared he was on when he still had the long flowing jesus locks
1: yes he did he had yeah
0: so, so he's been on he's been on a few times joe's a good guy he's a great man yeah, Lovely. Exactly. Lovely i can't wait for met. him to i can't wait for you joe to
1: come on to wtf nation radio and you summary wtf moments i mean you know i'm just saying you all know, right all, I'll, I'll i'll text him
0: i'll text him and tell him to do it if he does it <laughs> that's on him i'm but just breaking balls he, he should though
1: yeah, he he is, uh, he is. No,
0: he should because overall, I mean, it is the army, right? Right. Joe well, is an well, army guy.
1: I, I, well, let's just fucking just rag on. Let's just rag on Twitter, people, man. Fuck, dude, this is this is this is one of those things that I gets- just
0: want people that are listening though to understand who we're talking about. That's my only thing. That's why I don't get into the fucking Twitter well, shit too much. I, I I I put out like, hey, if you are on Twitter, here's an account you f- should follow, like Partisan O underscore right, with Lee. Right. You obviously, you know, but for the most part, I, I, this isn't a Twitter podcast. I don't care about Twitter. I really don't. I don't care.
1: I just, I just say that I'll just say this, that there are, there are specifics to the, to your listening audience. There are specific individuals that will use their military position and and, and use and flex it on Twitter more than they would do themselves in front of their own soldiers.
0: Yeah. And that's, I mean, that is, that is a problem. That that, is a problem. And I, I, I just, and I know that's another thing where I don't know. So I, I want your insight on this because, yeah, this may be a little uh, behind or the scenes or what was it? Sure. Uh, it's not, is it? Pulling the curtain ba- Is it behind baseball? No, there's like a baseball. It, inside baseball. Inside baseball. That's inside the phrase baseball. I'm looking for, right? So this may be a little inside baseball for people and you can fucking Go turn Dodgers. it off. Right, you can turn it off. But I went and mentioned, hey, there was a decision point for the department of defense, when it came down to social media, right. It was like, yo, we're not going to do this or we're going to just let everybody fucking do it. And that was around 2012. Right.
1: Yeah. How yeah, about that? Yeah.
0: So do you think this is what they envisioned?
1: Um, I think, I think what the DOD did was, I think the I would say the army too.
0: Because that's really all I care about. Honestly, I don't fucking follow the Navy or the Air Force or the Marine. I don't give a shit about those accounts. They're dorks because (laughs) (laughs) well, because here's
1: the thing with the army is the army. Here's the thing. I laugh at accounts that will drag somebody on social media. Pick your platform that will sit there and post screenshots and get pissed off about what somebody said. However, that same individual will be posting just as bad or maybe even worse shit on social media. And I, I'm like, you know, you can't get mad at somebody posting to WTF moments, even though you're a shit poster yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so yeah. that's, that's the thing. The, the, the whole thing with the social media is going to get out of control when we start deciding who is considered an extremist and who is not considered an extremist to whoever's bar level of platform. Is it going to be some chode on social media that says that person is an extremist? He's an extremist. And then that's when the army looks into it. Or is it going to be something that is a legit individual that the army or the or the feds have a legit case that that person is an extremist then go into, you know what I mean? It's just, well, I mean, my biggest issue, is I, have,
0: I have a real problem with because you obviously preceded me in the military mm-hmm. and you would be able to speak to this even better. But I know my experience. So that's what I base it off of um depending on what level you find yourself working in post initial entry training right basic training ait where you learn your job for the most part if you see in your military career an 04 and 05 a major or a lieutenant colonel that's a fucking life-changing moment for that day Right, exactly. usually, right? Exactly. Now, if you find yourself in a staff environment, yeah, yep. it's, a, it's a much more normal interaction. And right. if you're in the HHC of that staff, then yeah, you might interact with these individuals way more often, right? But for the most part, we go back to big army, you're for the most part, your daily interactions are limited to the most senior person being a fucking captain. an 0 right. three, right? Right. My problem with Twitter specifically, is that There are anonymous, anonymous, lower enlisted and lower officers. Well, hold on. I'm not supposed to say lower. I'm supposed to say junior junior Junior. enlisted and junior non commissioned officer accounts who routinely have the ear of the most senior generals in our fucking army. Verified general accounts in our army. Two, three stars. That's a fucking problem. That's a problem. Now, Is it a problem problem of
1: access or is it a problem that they, that they even communicate with them? Like you have the audacity to communicate with them. No, I don't,
0: I don't, you know, what? I don't care about communications. I care about it when it's publicly put off. Like you guys are some sort of fucking peers all of a sudden. Yeah. That's That's the problem problem. because you know what, at the end of the day, if we're trying to adhere to the, the good order and discipline, a fucking e6 in the united states army has no business interacting on a friendly basis with a fucking o9. Let's put let's just be honest with it, yeah. right? And if they should, it should be on some form sort of formal channel you know, where I've seen, the chain of command is actually involved. Right. And I've seen
1: I've seen the spectrum go up and down on on, on Yeah,
0: on. yeah. Uh, I, I think we've watched a lot play out over the last 6 <laughs> months when it comes to that. Right? <laughs> We've
1: seen that spectrum going up and down with some innocent stuff. Hey, hey, Sergeant Major, you were there at my this, and I appreciate you giving me that coin. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Interaction like that is 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 fucking that's percent.
0: yes that's, a, that's that's an cool. interaction that's just you want to a fucking positive yeah. moment in a yeah. Exactly.
1: I, I love it when the babies, uh, you know, praise the olds and 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 thank them for 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 being there for their mentorship. But on the same foot, uh, that's that that little shit stick better not be fucking going off on a fucking Lieutenant general or a Colonel. You need to do this, sir. You better yeah. do this, sir. Yeah. Let me tell you someone who's this, been in the sir. military
0: or the army for uh long enough to not know exactly anything other than the fucking rank right. structure. Right. Like, no, you no, don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You don't Let know me. culture. You don't know. You, don't know, you don't know this. And I'm
1: thinking you're talking to somebody who's got years, decades over you. And I know for a fact, you would never
0: fucking say this. Not in person. To their face. Absolutely not. That's that, but that stop right there. That's my thing. That, that is the moment right there, right? Because I've de- I found my shit myself into some shit with Twitter and tagging the wrong people going back 10 years ago, right? I'll tell this story. Hey, you want to break news? Let's break some fucking news, right? So here I am, no shit. 2011, I'm at Fort Knox. We are doing LTC, which at the time was the mission for, it was a program to catch up ROT, ROTC students who did not join the program in their freshman year or their sophomore year, and it gave them an opportunity to kind of fast track. It was a 28-day course to get caught up, and they would start over in their next school semester as an MS3. Wow. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, Fort Knox, 2011. They put us because we were all drill sergeants. They put us in barracks on Fort Knox that were during Brac, right? The, oh, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Right. What what is that the base realignment enclosure? Base realignment enclosure. Yeah. So these these barracks were all identified to be raised. Knocking them all fucking down. They're not they they're not suitable for living in. Well, wait a minute. Here comes this mission, and here come all these drill sergeants and their fucking support elements, and we need somewhere to put them. I know. Let's put them here. All right. No, I don't have my original Twitter account, right? I've had a Twitter account since 2009. I don't have that original one anymore. But if it did exist, you could go back <laughs> and look where I tagged at the time I did this. I tagged at US Army because that account's been around forever. Um, and I just, I just did a walkthrough of our barracks. Oh man! Oh my! The biggest thing I think that got their attention was the showers. There was such a fucking insect infestation in our showers, oh, yeah. and I'm talking about like shit you don't see. Like I don't know where these insects came from. Colors I'd never fucking seen before, and I'm from fucking Florida, right? <laughs> I see a lot of shit in my showers just on a daily basis. Waking up, there was some shit, right? Right. Conditions were really bad. Like, and again, these these specific barracks on Fort Knox were identified to be knocked down, right? So I tagged it, bro. Within eight hours, I had the post sergeant major, not a big deal. Right. Yeah. Then I had the section sergeant major who was over Fort Knox. It was a two-star command sergeant major. And then I had the actual U S army four-star sergeant major himself. All three of them come down, address my battalion sergeant major. So here was the best part. Here's what I, uh, here's my favorite part about this, this story, because my battalion sergeant major I did not like him. He was not drill sergeant qualified. He never did anything within us. And so he just had a real bad reputation because he was very standoffish and kind of never really want to integrate with the actual drill sergeants. Right? He, was right, just, right. he was just that dude at the time on Fort Knox, he was living in the hotel while all of his soldiers, all of his drill sergeants, all of his first sergeants were all living in these barracks. Oh shit! <laughs> right? Yeah. So here's where it gets great. Here's oh, where it gets. Oh man, yeah. I see this is going. Yeah, exactly. I know you do. So these three f- from from a from the the post star major, the two star, and the, all the fucking sergeant major of the army at the time. Well, the sergeant major of Trado. Let me be on it. Right, let me be clear. It wasn't the sergeant major of the army. It was the sergeant major of Trado. All those guys came down at the time. Pulled me into a room, asked me about everything. I'm sitting there, you know, parade rest forever, talking about it, whatever. And he's like, all right, well, we're going to call your Sergeant Major in at this point. We're going to talk to him. And I'm like, all right, cool. So they, they pull this fucker in and I, I leave at that point. The next day, guess who moved in with us into the barracks? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, I, dude. I, so
1: I, so let's not fucking fix the barracks, but let's fucking.
0: Oh, uh, see that's now that's where you're going, right? Right. So no, right. I won't. I'm not gonna say his name. His name is not worthy of it. But yeah. So good old Sergeant Major, whatever. He moves in with us into the basement of these barracks, and then we had the longest fucking GI party ever. After that, oh my god. so it was like a plus. I was like I did a good thing by bringing attention to it, but then also it was like, oh my god, I dude 12 hours of just fucking cleaning
1: so why does have, <laughs> why does there have to be drama about that shit that's what pisses me off it's like you got caught you got called you got caught go busted it has nothing to i i've i've always well, a lot of the wtf nation uh posts that we post um we we pay attention to the post because usually uh we look at who uh who who's the who's the one that sent it out and then we'll get like. What was that? I think I like last week, we got, we got some angry, we got some angry inbox comments from PAOs and some CSMs and they were all pissed off because we posted some shit. And we're like, Oh, well, it's a, did you say that or not? not <laughs> Why are you going off on us? You know, we were right. the one that posted the shit that you both that you said, you know, and, and you can't sit there. And that's the thing. Go back to what I was saying. You can't sit there with one persona saying that you're all about fucking people first and all this sort their of bullshit and then be, be toxic as fuck to your soldiers. You know, in the back end, you know, it, 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 yeah. I, I, I want, if it gets to, if it gets, if it's got to get posted and you're getting mad about it getting posted, why are you getting fucking mad, dude? Just fix yeah. it. Or, or why did you get in that position to begin with? I right. always get, the, I always get the, you're an oath breaker.
0: Yeah. I can't believe oh, you But But see, that's our what my major, point was, you know, the, the, blah, blah, blah. I don't like that. My one. point was, that was the power of social media 11 years ago. Right. And I don't know, I don't, I'm not, and I didn't, I didn't do a congressional. I didn't do anything crazy. All I did, I literally tweeted it. No one knew who I was. All I did was tweet it. And I put at U.S. Army at the time. I remember it clear as fucking day. Yeah. I never advertised myself as I'm drill sergeant, whatever. no, No, I was my, I was just a dude. Right. So the only reason you knew I was in the army is because I tweeted it at them. They, they messaged me, called me and it followed up. And within, like I said, 24 hours, that shit all happened, which if, if, you know, if, I felt pretty good about and be honest, I felt it took, pretty good about.
1: But if that's what it took, I'll be honest with you. Social media has now become the digital congressional. Cong- Look, right, you just ragged on Dan Crenshaw, right? You yep. honestly think about him working on your shit. Think about him working on your issues. If he but was your he? congressman would he exactly what, know, would, he, would he would be like he'd be like don't question my face or, or let yeah
0: do, let me do another green screen you know what i mean after all i am a seal after <laughs> right, you know i mean i am a seal a, oh my god yeah <laughs> so no but that's that I, I bring it full circle that's what i come back to because like i'm all for accessibility but twitter is not the channel And I go back in hindsight and I was, man, I was a fucking 28 year old fucking E6 drill sergeant and just pissed off about the situation and felt like no matter what I had voiced to my first sergeants and my commanders at the time, nothing was going to change. So Twitter being as new as it was, I was just like, let me just tag. I didn't know that was going to happen. I didn't. But now with the, with the, 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 maybe it's the hindsight and even the foresight of what this thing is I still come out on the side of that. No fucking E5, E6, E4, whatever. E9, for that matter, should be able to just go on Twitter and fucking at a goddamn three-star. That is not what our fucking army was set up to do.
1: Right, right. But
0: had you not posted that shit, because see now. Had I not, man, you know what? What would I have done? I'd have just fucking sucked it up for the summer, right? Because that's what we do. (laughs) Right. That's what would have happened. Wait, what, what I would have had a choice, you would and have I had still choice. had to suck it up and clean for twelve hours the next day. But it's now, not like But I
1: now, ultimately, but now,
0: benefited. Now. But now look at you now
1: you're a little bit older, you're getting more wiser in your age, and then you're like saying, "Fuck them kids, I'm gonna tweet
0: this." Fuck them kids,
1: do it right. You're like because yeah. in, in a way, it's like it's it's like a it's like a.
0: Well, I, I do say yeah. this to every soldier I've ever had. And even to the ones coming in now, I will always say this. If you feel the worst thing or the, if you feel the best case scenario for you is to go scorched earth then by all fucking means do it.
1: Well, and, and, and for that's leg- an
0: individual decision for legit
1: shit though. Not for fucking- yeah, Not no, because,
0: you know, I yelled at you cause you're out of fucking you. uniform or yeah. Or you showed
1: up <laughs> play for formation and all this. But stuff. actually
0: I would like for you to do that because I want you to know how it works both ways. Because <laughs> someone's going to tell you to fucking show up in formation in the right uniform. That's what the
1: or, or someone's <laughs> not going to just take your shit and just, uh, you know, a lot of the, everyone, everyone gets mad. Uh, you know, we, we'll, we'll get a couple comments. Uh, we'll get a couple inbox stuff, and and it'll it'll be like that. It's Like my, I was told to be here and be there, and I showed up five minutes minutes late. I'm like, yeah, well, you're you're then you're five minutes late. You're yeah, good. you're fucking you're, five minutes late. Five minutes late. It's not illegal, dude. He's it, it, it's 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 not WTF worthy well, you always post other
0: bullshit. Isn't that know? where, but do you see, like, isn't that kind of how we're trending? Isn't that the, like, Yes. think about it. The You yes. came in 89, I came in in 02. Like, yes. it, you it's, never it, no. considered, like, and we're, we have a, a, a gen, maybe, and I don't want to know if it's a generation yet, but we have examples like that who are just, they've never been expected to be held to account for specific things like time, appearance, whatever. And now when they're doing it, they feel like they're being wrong. Like no, actually, there's that fucking standard you're f- refusing to either adhere to, or you just are not adhering to, and you feel like somehow you're being wronged without recognizing that that's the fucking standard you signed up for.
1: Everybody knows that that standard exists, and you're getting mad because the standard finally is enforced. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, there's some units, and, that, and that's what makes me mad. It, is is we'll see some of that traffic. We'll see somebody coming in, uh, and and it is a It is a, um, how do I say this? It it is one of those expectations that, that you expect to join in the army. Like when I joined the army, I knew that there was going to be some sort of rigid system. Yeah. I just expect it would be hard. That's the only thing I expected. I expected some of that stuff. I expected to be at a formation. I expected to be having my boots polished and my uniform. started. It was an expectation that you were coming into, um, and I don't want to sound like a boomer and go, oh, you know, back in my day, back in my day, back brag, my you know, I I, didn't, I don't want to say that, but it, 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 there, there was there. Just imagine if WTF moments existed in the '80s, or oh, yeah. you know, or, yeah. and, and oh, my, two stars make me shine my boots. Well, that's kind of like, well, the standard is the standard is brushed, <laughs>
0: spit shined. You know what I mean? So there, there's, yeah. there's individual- well, we have we have time we need to fill. That's why you did it.
1: Right, yeah, we have yeah. There's <laughs> no, there, there's people that will pick pepper out of fly shit on stuff for us too. And we're like, you guys just don't want to poke stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, guys, man, just just don't. No, the, if you're supposed to be at this time and SP was at this time, you didn't show it to formation and you miss SP. That's a big issue. You know what I mean? What unit you in? <laughs> oh, I'm in a. I'm in a, uh, a blankly blank unit and blankety blank this. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Yeah, well, of course, if their mission is to be like, I don't know, like a striker brigade and they're supposed to be mobile and they're supposed to be hitting SPs, you kind of have to be there.
0: Like, Why oh, would I'm, that be even something they would complain about, though? Is what's it's kind of well, weird to me. That's where know, I'm kind of, maybe that's my disconnect. It's you like, know, the, you know, the, you know, the stuff, I'll be honest with you is like, I think that <sighs> look at the
1: Rona. Look at, well, look that's at,
0: where I was going to transition. But now that you're here. Yeah, look,
1: look at the Rona. We have had we had leaders talking about, well, look, we could telework now. We could do this. We could do that. Now we have a whole bunch of courses of actions that we could do because we could telework now. We have proven for the last two years that we could telework and we could do this and do that. And then as soon as fucking, as soon as a soldier's wife gets sick or a, or a, or a kid gets sick, you better activate the family care plan. Motherfucker, weren't you just like, I don't know, 18 months ago <laughs> tweeting about how core how using telework is the best way to go and this is gonna help the army out and it'll be best for the soldiers. And now you're saying that you this person, this person needs to be fried for you know family care plant, which that that whole thing, the army married couples program and 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 the family care plant uh regular that all needs that all needs to get fucking dumped, dude. it our leaders are our, our leaders now and I'll, they Look what they did, and we posted on WTF moments. Look what they did for the ACFT or PT test during COVID, and look what happened there. They couldn't even roll that shit out right. So that whole thing just nope. needs a whole fucking look. At. Went
0: away for an entire year. Yeah. Oh, and we are we still gonna have the ACFT? They're not. I mean, are we? Are we- uh. Well, I just wrote a few NCOARs that again, no ace, no no PT test was given in accordance with whatever that fucking Good. was. Um, Good yeah that's that's exactly what it's put because you have big stars out there bro right
1: now that are actually using that for like rack and stack for pme that are actually using that for and we we've had people come back and say oh is this according to the regulation you're like dude are you really putting down an acft score when we don't know it's not even a test yet it's not even uh it's not even passed so a lot of the stuff that we've had is we've had We've had leaders come into our inbox complaining about what their soldiers are not doing for the ACFT, And we have to kind of
0: correct them going,
1: dude, you can't do that, man.
0: Yeah. yeah. But that's my biggest thing with that is like, how is that not known at this point? Like the, the, we go all the way back to, you know, Sergeant Ramos trying to find a fucking unit in Kosovo. And you know what you put the individual effort to figure that shit out. And here we are at the most technologically advanced time in our society, in our military. Everyone's got these fucking devices that have everything in human history on them. Everyone has a fucking computer. Everyone's got an internet connection. And we still can't coordinate that. We can't. We can't can't do it. And it's happened within my career, man. I told you, I joined in 2002, right? Where... Ako was still coming online. Like every sergeant's time was still like you went out fucking side and you learned some shit with your sergeant's
2: hit pocket stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and now we've devolved into well, I haven't seen an email on that. I haven't got a phone call. Like what?
1: I think technology. I think (laughs) I think think for I think for the COVID stuff. I think. For, for some of the stuff that we did for 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 fighting Corona and all that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think we were we were so off the mark, except for Eighth Army because they really did a good job on the peninsula for what they did for their COVID
0: mitigation shit.
1: What they do. Well, there were more. If you some of the posts that we had, they were they were they were on top of it when it came to what where's
0: eighth the- army for those who have no oh, Korea. I'm sorry, okay. is okay. in it. Korea. All right, got yeah. it. Literally,
1: literally, literally, now, the- were they
0: following Korean guidance or were they doing their own?
1: Well, they were doing both, they were following okay. Korean guidance and then adding adding a little bit to it for, for yeah, mitigation. I think it's the gold standard for how they did it, but for some reason over here, we're just like two left feet. Matt Damon, we just we just stumbled about that. I, I still don't get how. I mean, it's so fucking and, weird, right? Like, and, know, and little, then we had the choice to take it, and then we didn't have the choice to take it. And then you had leaders that were going back to social media. Yeah, leaders on social media that were saying, if you didn't get the vax, this is when it was a choice. Then you're not a real leader, and you're thinking, did you yeah, just? Yeah. You, it's a fucking choice, dude. Did you really just fucking say that? It's almost like it's almost like our current president right now. Well, what? I, that's it. Can he is he a year now? Can we just shit talk him out? Can we just talk about
0: out? You can him? do whatever you want, man. <laughs>
1: yeah. Dude, it's almost like how could you sit there and say you're you're trying to to, to support the soldier and all stuff. It's almost like the
0: president and the citizen just said today. He just said today that uh, minor action within the Ukraine right. is, is not a big deal. It's
1: not a big deal here. Yeah. It's not it's not big. It's not a big deal of minor incursions. Uh, who cares? Yeah,
0: minor incursions. That's yeah. yeah, what. Who cares? Like what are we going to fucking do? <clears throat> but Uh-oh. yeah. Not going to do that tonight. Anyway. No, 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 that's, yeah, that's,
1: we'll be here for another two fucking hours. I'm already <laughs> at a half a bottle because we're running. This <laughs> I think the first time the audience is like, you really didn't fucking. you." I, I learned my stuff through, through, uh, you know, wisdom of other individuals, but I do appreciate you, you know, coming, coming.
0: Yeah, here. no. Um, so I was going to ask you about that though, with COVID though, because uh I, as I always do, I, I make some silly little fucking quote tweet on something but i saw you know a disclosed tv tweet on the israeli defense force literally israel the most vaccinated fucking country on this planet <clears throat> Fourteen thousand idf soldiers infected currently at the moment right and my joke was you know there's that meme for i don't know it's not really a meme form but a way of tweeting or commenting for those who don't do any of this shit where you've capitalize and, un, you know, non-capitalize a word to make, you're, you're mocking something you're by mocking, doing it, exactly. right? And so I was just like, get the vaccine or get out. And right, right. Like, well, right. look, hold on. 14,000 IDF strong, all vaccinated, all boosted. And all COVID. Still got all all owned,
1: COVID. and All RONID. You know, the, the, our joint chiefs and uh, the yeah, company all got it.
0: Fucking the got Secretary of Defense just got it two weeks ago. Like, what? where are we going? And that's what I was going to ask you. So- Maybe you can apply some big brain or you know hearken back to your 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 positions that you've held. But do you think like especially with the UK announcing today that they're gonna go away with all these fucking restrictions? They're gonna do away with the vaccine passports because they're gonna they're gonna start treating COVID like the flu. Like, do you are, are we getting to that point? Do you think? Is that yes, next?
1: Yes. I think we're I think we're getting tired, but we're having we have agitators. That are out there that want to continue it for their own gain, for their own yeah. type of you know, the 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 I am not a I'm not an epidemiologist, I'm not a biologist, I'm not a fucking scientist, I but do know. you need, are a sergeant major. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been reading years to be called can call me can. Um, so, so my, my thing, my thing is that is that the same individuals that are crying about what like let's just talk about Joe Rogan then. Fuck it. What do you say about how there's like over 200 doctors who, who want to take him off of spotify or whatever just for asking fucking questions he didn't now mind you now joe rogan got That's corrected weird. on air and joe rogan yeah. had
0: the sack to admit it that he, yeah, got he admitted he's like oh shit you're oh, right shit, i was I'm wrong bad. and i you're was right. glad I was that wrong. this guy was the fucking one that corrected. right right so everyone it's not like accountability imagine yeah, that exactly. we he can't practice that. that right
1: come Dude. to find out that the majority of the 200 individuals are not epidemiologists not fucking virologists not they're all ind- so agenda driven weird, this fucking fear porn of the shit mean, pisses me off bro
0: i honestly wanted zombies to happen but you know i mean if you want zombies to happen please just come to california i'll take you to san francisco <laughs> i can show you some fucking zombies man there's i saw a dude I, I, other, where did i see this dude where was i just dra- oh vallejo Oh yeah, yeah
1: no oh no no I I like I said I man I've, uh,
0: this motherfucker was straight out of the Walking Dead
1: Kansas City Kansas City uh was a couple weeks ago I wasn't I was in the Aurora a few weeks ago I was in Aurora Colorado um it pfft, Bad there? well yeah I it, guess they Colorado got,
0: yeah, they, they I, got, I was they got in Denver zombies. a year and a half ago I guess well last December 2020 I was in Denver yeah same thing man
1: they got they got they got the zombies out there that are, that are freaking and also we have political zombies that want to continue to say. No. Look, dude, didn't I just see you tweet about a year ago about being like a writer or talking about some fan fiction or about bullshit? Now you think you know everything about
0: COVID. Yeah. Uh, see, that's what you were saying. So why do you think there's there's still people within our, our political spectrum that are pushing all of the, the lockdowns, the mandates, the masks, all this shit when you know evidence more and more each day comes out to kind of not really support it. And I think that's where the UK is moving to. And maybe they'll be kind of, you know, a precursor to other nations or other countries that follow suit. But even in our own country, you have we don't have we're not in consensus on it. Right. We have states that are doing the exact opposite of others. There's no real difference in case numbers or any of that shit. So, like, what what do you think? What is what is your big picture view on my why, big picture
1: view for us on why we're like this is there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of individuals that gain from it. Like I said, the fear porn is what is gaining a lot. And there's there's you know you you have the fear porn individuals to keep others down, but you have the fear porn individuals that said it was okay for all the riots to happen a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> jeez.
0: You know what I mean? And there was and it was okay. Which, that, you know, like I talked with Lee. That's been remarkably silent over the last year. Kind of uh, i would like to know what the statuses are for those no, I'm, not that, well, no, I'm, not, right. I'm not saying well no pretty convenient you know yeah. post-election 2020
1: Post, it's post-election 2020 crazy. i'll be honest with you i'm all about <laughs> supporting causes everybody knows black lives matter i su- support some <laughs> of whatever the causes you want to do to to advance the right of individuals who are who are of, of oppressed oppressed uh you know backgrounds i got no pro- i really don't have a problem because you know some days or someday i should say there will be some protests from individuals that i might not agree with or right but it's their freedom of speech to do it. Their right to assembly. I, that doesn't bother me whatsoever. Yeah. But I want to know yeah. what the st- yeah. I want to know what the stats are of those events of individuals. Did they get COVID? Are you including numbers? Because you know you brought up a good point. Now they're saying now they're adjusting statistics to where people who are in the hospital of COVID well, shit, yeah. or having COVID or COVID or because of COVID. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I I broadcasted earlier. I lost a family member to COVID because. Everyone says, no, there's no, there's no, everyone can get a vax. That's fucking bullshit. You'll get fucking triage. I had a a family member uh, lost to COVID and, and, and he was, he had all the comorbidities and all that. And before he could get vaxxed, he caught it and, and, and he died of it. And what pisses me off is that we've text back and forth asking me about, should he get the vax or not vax or whatever? And he even said, I'm waiting to get the vax. I'm waiting to get it. Knew that it was going to happen, and then he caught it, and then that was it. And that, that's what pisses me off about this whole fucking thing. So when somebody comes off and says, everybody can get it, it's easy access. Oh, no, it's bullshit. You're driving the fucking goalposts even further and further because now you're saying people have to wear fucking masks, and now we have to do tests. Now we have to have a, a system
0: to yeah. where you have to
1: log in, drop your
0: address in, and you get four. four- yeah, we've got a weird ass- fascination going on right now with testing.
1: And, and, and that's, that's what, another thing. what does First that do two,
0: for you? Okay. So you're negative or you're positive. It's like, right. I, I I jokingly tweeted earlier, I think it was maybe last week. It was like, you know, there used to be this, like this feeling like, Oh my, this feeling of, Oh my God, I've got COVID. So now it's like, Oh my God, I've got it. Great. Now I, I got it out of the way. Right. It used to be very negative and like, Oh, I don't know what's going to happen. And now it's just like, Oh, it's a sense of relief. I finally got it.
1: Well, and, and no one wants to take an account that individuals... Now, now, think about this. For 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 a while, individuals who are considered essential personnel, right? Mm-hmm. We're exposed to the virus. We're exposed oh, to it Every day. Every day. We've had nurses. We've had doctors. We've had EMTs. We had police officers. We had people out there working construction and all of this stuff. They were exposed to it. They got it. And they had the antibodies for it. Yep. These same individuals that asked... That were asked to be essential workers at their place of employment are now being told that they got to get vaxxed because they or because they 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 just gotta get vaxxed.
0: And we're like, wait a minute, I got it. I have the end of make it make sense, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and so my my personal thing is that um, like you were saying, how the UK is doing it. I would I think that it should go. And, and, and hey, you know what? just like everybody else who isn't qualified to shit talk about it, I want I'm not qualified to shit talk it either. And here's my yep i think you should it's a choice i think if you don't get it if you don't get the vax you don't get the vax. i think that if you have if your doctor it was between you and your doctor and you say specifically and i mind you i'm a, as a civilian not as a military person and i say your doctor says you need to get the vax then get the vax. i'll obviously advise your doctor but if you're fucking healthy and you have all this other shit and your doctor says no you shouldn't get it whatever there are doctors out there that are saying they shouldn't get it i mean you're right. It's become total point to where you can't even discuss anything about COVID without it being yeah, a vaccine.
2: Th-
0: well, and that was the thing, like with with Dr. McCullough, who was on Joe Rogan, and I've talked about this a few times. And you know, I, I've I've shared with my mom. My mom, my mom's a retired nurse, but she's she's always been on the kind of the forefront of a lot of stuff, especially throughout our family history. Like she she goes above and beyond to to research and find out shit for. Anything anybody's going through, and she she's been at the forefront of a lot of this stuff. Um, but what comes out with Dr. McCullough and what she said very go, early on going on because her and my dad caught it back in July of 2020. Um, and you know when we go back to the comorbidity thing, like when my dad caught that, my dad is the epitome of someone who shouldn't have survived. Multiple heart surgeries, awful immune system, just you know, when they, they, when they caught it and they told me they caught it, I was like, if this is as bad as they say, my dad's not going to make it. Right. He's just not. Right. He's fine. They retired for two weeks, give or take. Right. But I'm not discounting it because I know someone, I I know uh, I, the one of the, so my last deployment, uh, Sergeant Zambrano, he died from it. 35 years old, 36, maybe 36 years old. Don't know how he died. Don't know why. Perfectly healthy, super fit, super vain, like very, like an individual who always constantly took care of himself, ate, worked out, Uh, but yeah, he died from it. Don't know why. Um, But my point is that from the very beginning, and I think you just kind of hit on it as well. And Dr. McCullough touches on this with the, on his appearance with Joe Rogan is like, there's never been this focus on preventing hospitalizations, right? Treatment being proactive, and he couldn't understand why. And, you know, this goes on for three hours in his podcast, but Rogan presses on him, presses it, presses him on it later. And he talks about, and this may be a good point. I don't know. But Dr. McCalla, someone who is vaxxed and boosted as well, despite all that says like, you know what people affix this label to doctors that maybe isn't really well-deserved. And, you know, we're not the MMA fighter, like you, Joe Rogan, we're not somebody who runs, you know, into th- the face of adversity or whatever. We're fucking doctors. We- we're not people who are hard charging in the face of fear or adversity. Like we're just trying to figure shit out. Like, so. I mean, Canada- I'll,
1: You know, I talk about how you're talking about gaining and stuff like that. I'm kind of, I'm, I don't, after all this fucking shit ends, I don't want to see a fucking doctor speak from here on out, dude, because it, it's gotten to the point where it's, it's wore me down. You've had doctors on CNN, you've had doctors on MSNBC, you have doctors on fucking just on their own fucking tweets. You had doctors uh, speak on other stuff. They've all had different approaches to how fucking COVID happened. And now we're back to the original. You need to wear an N95 mask. When well, we were told not to wear one at the beginning
0: of it. Yeah, those fucking things don't do anything.
1: Yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. So I so, can
0: fog my glasses up or my sunglasses. I, like, <laughs> come on. like it, the fucking, just, it, it just doesn't work.
1: It's just, it's just, and then of <laughs> course the back and forth with Fauci, the back and forth with the CDC, the foot flopping with the, the, the CDC guidance. I just kind of look at, look, you've lost your fucking narrative. You're, you're, you're fucking, you're, you're failing at this. Yeah. Um, and now you want me to, now you want me to go ahead and put my name in a database for, for,
0: for tests, ordering a test. Yeah. Why do I
1: need Why I need you do a test? You know, it may, it It's a good point for those get who are shit. Let me get some tinfoil shit going on here. I don't want yeah. Me, do it. I don't What's up, make... Alex Jones. Yeah, exactly. Alex Jones. <laughs> Let me tell you why you should not be doing this. Anyways. um, <laughs> <laughs> Alex Jones, that dude. Woof. Anyways, if if it's that fucking easy to put your name in for four fucking tests for for four names for tests, then what do you think is going to happen when it comes to votes? What's next? That's my tinfoil thing.
0: Damn, that's some tinfoil stuff. That's yeah. That's, shit. that's well, some especially when the president today just said, like, "Hey, if we don't pass this, how can we ensure that these elections are legitimate?" Right. Sounds almost, almost like you said. Did you know you can't vote? You are not a white man. You are a I'm man. At, you are a man of color. Did you know you're not? Did you know? In, you all, can't years, vote?
1: in all the years of voting since Ross Perot, I <laughs> will tell you what, right now, 1992. Yeah, oh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now that uh, that 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 mm-hmm. I have had never had my hands tied, have not been bound, or have not had anybody uh, over me. So you better not. You can't, or you do this every opportunity. It's almost like the VA, all right? The reason why some, this is what pisses me off. It's, it's a catch 22 of the VA. Yes, the VA isn't perfect, but the VA also has specific instructions to get the veterans that veterans get pissed off about. Well, did you fill this out? Well, no. Well the, vet, well, the VA said that if you don't fill this out, you don't get the benefits. Well, I did, but that, I think it's stupid. Well, you kind of have to fill this out. Do this. That's the same thing I feel about the, the, the voting thing. If you don't get your ass up in the morning to go fucking vote, and I as a Latino, not Latinx, um Latino. <laughs> I as a Latino
0: have is had- Is every- or Latinx? I don't know. I
1: mean, yeah, yeah. When I heard Latinx, I was like, it's Kleenex fucking coming out with some <laughs> type of brand or some shit. Um, but my thing is that I, I didn't, I have had never had as a Latino have had anybody- go against me or, or say that i cannot vote um they're just like
0: specific. are you sure uh, i'm not telling you man i voted for all of them i mean no because I, I mean the way i'm told like only i'm allowed to vote because i'm a white man yeah white w-h-y-t-e oh white people well, I'm gonna say this: that you white, people,
1: you white people are fucking up if Latinos like me are voting. I'm just saying. <laughs> I got to I'm vote. Gonna,
0: I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna look into this. I'm gonna call the white czar and see yeah. if there's something I, I can out. do. Yeah, we need to
1: find out. <laughs> Talk, call the white czar and the Latinx czar. And, and then, the Latinx czar. We need to fucking because I know I know this is bullshit. When I see this, every time I see about the voting stuff and all, in you know, our Latinx group, which Nikki freed. The commissioner, agricultural commissioner for Florida, is trying to run yes. against
0: Atlantis. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a losing proposition. And, and, and immediately, she was on the on the tinks side. Of course, she is. Uh, it's all like it's all identity politics. That's all the Democrats in Florida do. They and, all and they it, do is try and attach themselves to one group. That, and it, as soon as it and Florida politics a, is so bad, it's so I bad. love it. It's I love fucking
1: it's, awful. As a cypher, though, I, I, all the I know, up. but
0: it's so predictable and bad. Like they, it's not a winning proposition it's just yeah. awful like i don't know why First they keep doubling they've been doubling down on this shit since the tea party right he's oh I don't even start on the fucking
1: <laughs> the fuck are they at you know what i mean all of a sudden
0: shit no, i'll yeah. tell you where they're at we still got three senators that haven't done a fucking thing since they got elected Cruz. Go. Oh, uh Cruz. what's that fucker's name Rand Paul. who's the third one that mother who's the other one
2: all of
1: them dude are no wrong. rubio Rubio,
0: yeah. All right, Rubio's done a few things for Florida, but for the most part, those are the three most prominent senators to be elected from the Tea Party movement. You know what? The, all three of them, they, them have done, they've all three lost fucking nominations for president. But they have They've but- all ran and nothing's happened.
1: Think about it though. Did 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 when, when Nikki Fried... Is it fried or freed?
0: I a, let's I go with
1: fried. I think, I think fried's good. Fried. So Nikki Fried... Nikki Fried was, for a while, pushing the Latinx fucking narrative forever in a fucking day until she saw the stats tank. And then a Pew Research group says specific Latinos, they had that color charge. Like, like, like Latinos... From this don't the, the, from this darker shade don't relate to the ones with the wider shade. I'm thinking, what are you fucking talking about? And so when Nikki Fried had all this Latina Latinx Latinx shit going on in her under campaign shit, and then saw that the polls were tanking after the loss in Virginia, then all of a sudden she scrubbed her entire social media. Really, all the tink shit. Yeah, go ahead and look up Nikki Fried and then type in Latinx. You won't find anything on Twitter. However, a lot of her <laughs> proclamations for Hispanic Heritage Month. A lot of her proclamations for what, what she thinks Latinx should be doing—that's um, that, where she has the, the, the Latinx thing. With the Latinx thing, man, I'm gonna tell you what: white people stop. Just, this just is psyop shit right here. This is, this is just, doing. this is just, just stop. But Latinos don't appreciate Latinx. We don't want to hear fucking Latinx. If I were to say, if my grandfather was still alive, uh, you know, who fought in the Mexican Revolution on the other side, he would have fucking said, "What the fuck is this Latinx shit?" <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like. <laughs> You think it's like a new fucking beer. It's like Corona. Corona is like the Latinx of fucking Mexican beer type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: that's pretty good. All right, all right. I got one question for you, then we'll, we'll let you get out of here and we'll go, go and apply ourselves. All right. So uh, I mentioned the UK and hopefully the US follows. suit, but where do you, you know, with, with the Joint Chiefs and the Secretary of Defense coming down with this stuff, where do you think this is going to go with Department of Defense in terms of pushing vaccination boosting all that shit because at this point boosting still hasn't been required. But- correct, correct. Boosting
1: boosting has not been required aside from the there was a, a DoD state uh, memorandum release. I think it was like um, what was it after a certain amount of time or something like that. A year, I, a year. Yeah, yeah. So so the so the requirements of I I think that the that the vaccination like when I deployed to Africa. I didn't yeah. realize. Big list. I, I mean, I did not know there was. A, I didn't know there was an extra checklist to your already MedPro shit. You know, <laughs> you know, like here's MedPros, and then there's you going to the Horn of Africa. Yep. You know, you 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 kick you kick the dirt, and AIDS is, is in the fucking dust. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so uh, I, freaking, ah. I was like, you gotta get this shot, this shot, this shot, this shot, this shot. So for a redness issue, for an initial whatever, I would see it as another another, another shot. I, I would I wouldn't. Mind you, now there's, I guess there's some, uh, there's some studies coming out where I guess the vaccine and some individuals are, are having some heart issues or something. Myocarditis. Yeah. yeah myocarditis. Um, I, I think that then, then that's when that's It's that-
0: happening in like healthy individuals. Like there's right. all this shit soccer going on in soccer players in Europe, right? Yep. There was just a, a story I read like two weeks ago, this 24 year old and 29 year old pro soccer player just died from it. Yeah. There's like, just like driving weird, man. That's fucking weird. Don't it's you like think? drop dead, like collapsed after like months. soccer. I would say yeah. soccer players are probably the most as in terms of sports outside of the United States, as opposed to, you know, I think our only cardio equivalent would be the NBA. And I don't think yes. they work as hard as soccer players.
1: Yeah, I, I think, I think, I think you're right. I think you're, and we haven't
0: had any players. issue. Well, I think there was one NBA player that I can remember, but for the most part there hasn't been any issue with them. But yeah, they, they, don't you think it's kind of weird that like pro it soccer is. players in their twenties are just fucking it dropping is. dead?
1: It is, and and, and there's nothing. And here's what pisses <clears> me <throat> off though, bro. It, you asking that question?
0: Our TL is going to be filled with.
1: Oh yeah, no, oh, I, I, mean, I
0: th- this fucking yeah, when I post yeah, this, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna purposely mention that we talk about myocardia. I just want to see how yeah. quickly it gets yeah. removed because <laughs> we talked three hours of shit but i'm going to yeah. purposely mention that we talked myocarditis from the vaccine just to see right. exactly. <laughs> and then, I'll re- then i'll repost it with nice words that twitter yeah, likes.
1: yeah and we and, and how we both love uh you know we support fucking lafayette lee and,
0: and yeah hang and, was- and i love the vaccine and i felt great when i got it it was great <laughs> it's amazing loved it <laughs> oh man this is fucking awesome dude i can't yeah. wait to see her all right man well that is mr kenneth ramos he is from the US Army, what the fuck moments. He is the grand admiral of propaganda. He is a retired sergeant major. He's done a lot more shit than you and I have done. And he's pretty fucking cool at the same time. If you don't think he is, don't worry. He's a Latinx. Okay. <laughs> 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 yes, he's Latinx. All right. Uh, so where can those at home follow you, find you on the internet, on the oh wow, uh, the you can podcast. You could- on Twitter, you can find me at um, the
1: IO guy, which is the information operations guy, because I am the IO guy, the IO guy on Twitter, and then of course, at US Army WTF moments uh, uh, on on Facebook at WTF nation radio with my podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays. We also have shows, uh, you know, four times a week. And then um, also the WTF nation radio, uh, Twitter, and WTF Nation Radio. Twitter, I mean, I mean uh YouTube, we have, I mean, just look up, just go on Google and go WTF Nation Radio. And then you can then, find uh, him. He, he
0: He's the Ghost Army guy with yep. that passion in the background. Yep, all right, yep. yep. Him. So. All right, so yeah, uh well, with everything you've done, of course, I appreciate you coming on, but also thank you for everything you did do for this goddamn great nation. No, oh, it's you too, brother. All right, but just make sure you have your vaccine passport, all right? Because <laughs> I will sense. not have... no. <laughs> all right, there will be bourbon. That's everything Kenneth Ramos find him go look and we'll have this uploaded soon all right let me pause this